Is it time for a new heating and cooling system? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services and Carrier today and get 0% financing for 18 months on a new heating and cooling system. Get the comfort you deserve from Griffith Energy Services and Carrier. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today for this and other exclusive offers. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. Introducing the SND Podcast channel, your one-stop source for all types of podcasts. We are always on the look for new podcasts to join our channel. If there is any topic you would like to discuss, contact us now. We can be reached on all social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, and or Instagram. You can also contact us by email or leave us a voicemail at 516-570-9248. So make sure to contact us now so you can start your podcast soon. And that's what makes you just you. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jays Weekend Wrestling Podcast, brought to you by the good people over at the S&D Podcast channel. I am Jay, once again, bringing you all the hits and misses when it comes to professional wrestling. This is episode number 30, and it is a big show, uh, full pun intended, um, when it comes to the big show. Um, but yeah, this is episode 30. This is the WrestleMania slash NXT TakeOver New Orleans preview show. And I got some guys with me that I am very excited to speak on this topic about. And uh, first off, uh, we're going to have Dan and Steve from the S&D podcast is going to be on with me. Uh, Dan is on the line at the moment. Steve is going to be on in a couple of seconds. And we may have Izzy Israel on the line at some point in the show. Uh, he's having a match of his own, trying to put his kid to sleep, but that's another story. So, Dan, brother, welcome to the show. How you doing, man? Yo, what's going on? It's been a minute. Uh, thank you yeah. for having us on. Obviously, Steve will come on in shortly, but thank you for having us both on. Finally, having the chat being back onto the podcast. Uh, it's been fun, funny build up for WrestleMania. So, thank you for having us on. But it's gonna be a fun night. It's been a couple years. I'm just glad. Thank you, Jay, for having it at oh, for recording at eight o'clock at night, and I'm not passing out like I used to do when it was at one a.m. And we're talking about going home shows, and I'm like, uh huh, yeah, yep. okay. So thank you, Jay, for being understanding that people do go to bed, and uh, let's have a good night and let's let's get this started. So where do you want to where where do you want to lead off? Oh, dude, believe me, I have much more appreciation for sleep. Now that I'm a, a little bit older, being in my 30s, I think the last time we recorded a, uh, a wrestling show together with you and, and, and Izzy and, and a couple of other friends of mine, I was in my late 20s. But uh, it's been a little while, and uh, I have much more appreciation for sleep. Now that living in Florida, I wake up at 4 in the morning to go to work. So believe me, I have much more <laughs> appreciation for earlier shows um, it's much harder for me to do a late show, even though I still do them because I'm a masochist. But with that being said, um, yeah, pretty much what we're the gist of the show today. We're me and the fellas. We're gonna get into uh, the go home show for for WrestleMania on both Monday Night Raw and SmackDown. We'll get into that just quickly, just grace through those because we're gonna have much to talk about in terms of WrestleMania weekend. Of course, with the Hall of Fame being Friday night, then we got NXT Takeover on Saturday night. Then, of course, the big show, no pun intended, WrestleMania 34 being this Sunday. So, from Jump Street, Dan, did you see Raw this past week? 
I watched 99% of Raw. Okay, I did not cool. watch SmackDown, but you said it was basically the standard go-home show. So Yeah, it was I'm a standard filler. I mean, when we talk about SmackDown, I'll pretty much really get into two main things, and that's pretty much... You know the Daniel, the lead up to Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and Shinsuke Nakamura and AJ Styles. That's pretty much the main gist of SmackDown for the most part. Um, so yeah, with Monday Night Raw, pretty much it starts off with <laughs> with this. I would like to hear your your opinion on this segment here because <laughs> with Triple H and Stephanie McMahon doing the contract signing and the square off with Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. Um, it was narrated by the coach. He was the moderator in this, uh, in this scenario here. Um, <laughs> now so far D, uh, wh- what is your opinions on how Ronda Rousey has been portrayed in terms of a character? Because we all know she's legit former UFC champion. We know she can probably kill every woman in that locker room legitimately in hand-to-hand combat. But in terms of her character, how do you feel she's been presented so far? Uh, I think they could obviously do a better job presenting her. I think they could have done a better job of bringing her with a Paul Heyman type of mouthpiece to yeah. have her really be Ronda freaking Rousey like uh, Kurt Angle would keep on mentioning. Um, as awesome as Kurt is, he's not the best around the mic. As you can tell, he stutters all the time. Um, (laughs) I know I'm not the only one that picks up on that. Um, wrestling wise. Yeah. Kurt Angle is the best to be with, but we don't need Ronda really to be that part. We need Ronda to have the mouthpiece and be able to talk. You can tell she's still very raw when it comes to talking about certain things and you can tell her thinking it's not natural to natural to her yet so i think that's gonna come within time i'm just really scared for stephanie's sake that she's so raw that she's gonna like as you saw two weeks ago with manny Sachs and uh sonya deville (laughs) she literally didn't see sonya deville right there and manny Sachs just like flung right into her that could have (laughs) ended really badly um yeah so Obviously, that's going to be one of the main matches that everybody's excited about. But I'm going to hold my expectations a little bit for that. As you can say, with Raw, it was it was whatever. It was the typical go-home show. Uh, Kurt Angle, I thought, saved it a little bit with him just being Kurt Angle and yeah. joking around, <laughs> saying, it's Ronda freaking Rousey. What are you, yeah, yeah. Why are you talking this junk right now? So I thought it was all right. It was the typical, all right, Stephanie and Tripp are going to do their thing, and then they're going to beat the shit out of them both. I thought the choke slam through the table for Ron, uh, Stephanie was kind of weak. I think yeah. the standard I think the standard slap would have done more justice than, than just throwing her through a table. So yeah. what, do, what do you think? Do you think the Stephanie slap would have been better? Oh, yeah, I think Stephanie McMahon. I mean, the, them trying to portray... Stephanie McMahon to be some sort of badass, which is very comical. Um, it, it she's is. um she's a middle aged mom who who works out at the gym. Like really, that's supposed to be scary. That's supposed to intimidate a former UFC champion who can rip your arm off. Who is a trained killer? Let's be real. Oh, Anyone yeah. who's a trained mixed martial artist that can break a limb on your body is a trained assassin for the most part. You know what I mean? For lack of a better oh, yeah, term, for sure. And you're gonna tell me storyline purposes you're gonna tell me that a woman who's in her mid-40s 
who is a mom who in her mid forties, who's not really a wrestler, is supposed to intimidate a woman like Ronda Rousey. Stephanie McMahon should have been pissing her pants this whole build up. Oh, and then at, and then at Mania, you give her some sort of offense, and that way the crowd could pop over it. You know what I mean? But no, they're trying to portray her as someone that should intimidate Ronda Rousey. Stephanie McMahon, like I said, should have been pissing in her pants this whole time. See, the, but, this is what I don't get with the the, they, the way they mishandled the Ronda Rousey situation. It's not yeah. like having Brock. I, you could have the female version of Brock Lesnar if you really want to. Because yeah. let's be honest, she's going to be so stiff on yeah. Sunday night that it, it's going to be brutal for Stephanie because it's going to be crazy how stiff she's going to be because she doesn't know any different. Yeah. And it's gonna be it's gonna be a stiff one for uh, for her. So it's gonna be interesting to see how Stephanie gets any offense in because it's gonna be very stiff, and you know she's not gonna sell anything because she's yeah. on the Rousey. So it's she gonna shouldn't be have to, especially from Stephanie. Exactly, exactly, exactly. But it's gonna be interesting because you know the McMahons are gonna get something in. So it's gonna be oh, interesting yeah. how she's gonna no sell no sell anything. Because yeah. she doesn't know better, kind of thing. Not because she yeah, doesn't obviously want the, to. The, the, we'll get in. We'll get into our predictions later. But obviously, with that match, the meat and potatoes of the match is going to be Triple H and Kurt Angle for the oh, yeah, for, of for, for the you know for the most of the and match. I'm looking forward to. I'm looking forward to that as long as Kurt doesn't break his neck for the 15th time. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Kurt is not as rusty as he was during the Survivor Series. Um, you know, so uh, you know the segment was pretty cool. It was a decent way to start the show. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get into like I said when we get into our predictions, we'll get more in depth into the into that mixed tag match. Um, next up, we had Bailey defeating Sonya Deville, and pretty much after the match, uh, them pretty much keep telling the story of of an, an inevitable Sasha Banks heel turn, in my opinion, with uh, those two, you know, their friendship disintegrating and them two fighting each other. Um, obviously, for those that remember, um, Bailey and Sasha Banks had some legendary matches in NXT. Um, which made them superstars and made them, you know, get signed onto the main roster and all that stuff. So with Sasha Banks turning heel, they actually wanted to put this match on the WrestleMania card, but they since the main man. card is so it, the card is so stacked, it's so stacked to begin with. I don't know if them sneaking in, you know, a fifteenth match. I don't. <laughs> I know. know I, mean? I, but, I, um, but I think I think we could have gotten that match in instead of a couple other matches. Or, that yeah, I. Because that storyline's been building forever since yeah. NXT days. I'm not the biggest Bailey fan. I think she's a little corny, but she's not yeah. for me. But I think between her and Sasha Banks, I think well, that would be a great match that they would have. Obviously, they had a 60-minute Iron Woman match for yeah. one of the NXT mm-hmm. pay-per-views, and that tore the house down. So. Yeah. And and I'm happy to say I was there for their first match at uh, the first NXT Takeover Brooklyn, and that match freaking was one of the probably top match of the year that year for the most part. You know what I mean? So if they could have snuck that in, that would have been cool. But they're gonna be in the women's battle royal instead. Uh, but uh, <laughs> let's not name Moolah battle royal women's battle royal. <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's kind of lame. Like they should have they should have had them too in it, but. They gotta get everybody into mania, so yeah, it is what it is. But it's just gonna be another build because you know it's gonna be, end up being them too, and then see what happens if they're smart. 
Oh yeah, if 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 they keep building it up, they could probably have a big big time match like at SummerSlam or, or something like that in Brooklyn where they had that. You know what? Now that it just hit me, I think they're gonna have that match in Brooklyn at at SummerSlam, the same location in Barclays Center where they had that big match in NXT, and they'll probably you know they'll probably do it at SummerSlam. That um, makes sense. So next up, we had a very good match between two, two, uh, two out of the three guys that are gonna be in the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. We had a pretty good match with Seth Rollins defeating Finn Balor with the Miz on commentary. Obviously, the Miz and Maurice just having their daughter, Monroe Sky Miz Annan. So, congrats to Miz and Maurice. Um, so, yeah, man, I think that Intercontinental title match, if there's any indication with this match, that match is going to be off the chart. I, I think other than the AJ Styles and Nakamura match, um, I think this is might be the match of the night. Because you yeah. have all three hard workers in uh, Finn, you got uh, Seth, and you have Miz, who are all three phenomenal wrestlers. It's funny yeah. how you and me used to joke on how terrible the Miz has gotten a couple years ago. He's yeah. finally shutting us up with yeah. ring, with ring and everything else. And I think yeah. it all started since uh, SummerSlam when me and Steve were at the Raw after, and he cut a phenomenal promo on Cena. And yeah. uh, and it was, it, I think he's finally growing into his own, and he's finally getting the attention that he so desperately wanted all these years ago when he didn't earn it. So it's, it's awesome for him to finally be his own. So I think with this match, this obviously is going to be another great intercontinental match at WrestleMania that we always will never forget when it's all started from HBK and Razor Ramon 20 something years ago at WrestleMania 10. So why not be in any difference? So obviously we have, the Balor Club, we have Seth Rollins, and we have uh, The Miz. It was a great match. It was a four-commercial match, which yeah. we rarely see. <laughs> um, uh, Rollins did get the pin, though, so that was cool. Obviously, that means he's most likely going to lose and the one getting the pin, because I think yeah. they haven't really pushed Ballard yet as much as they possibly can. So they're yeah, going to leave our... came back from injury, they have, he hasn't really been that top spot, even though they technically, he never lost the universal title, but they never put him in that spot because since yeah. he was gone, you had guys like Goldberg and, and of course, Lesnar. So I don't think they were ready to have a oh, Brock Lesnar, no Finn way. Balor feud or anything like that. So he that's why they figured, let's keep him, let's keep him on the mid card. And, you know, so yeah, that was a fantastic match with between two, probably, like you said, besides AJ and Nakamura, two of probably the best in, in the business right now. Um, in a very, <laughs> in a very comedic uh, match over here, uh, we had Sheamus and Cesaro who are defending the tag team titles against Braun Strowman and a mystery partner at WrestleMania. You mean Brain just- Brain Strowman? <laughs> Brains, yeah, my man Brain Strowman made his debut. Um, <laughs> um, so they, them desperately wanting to know who Braun's tag team partner is, he said, "There's no, I, my partner's here. He's in the back." The only way you're going to find out who he is is if he has a match with one of you guys. So they said, we'll, we'll take the match. And it's Braun Strowman in glasses and a, and a, and a hoodie with no sleeves. Comes out as Brains Strowman. And <laughs> now, now, obviously, Braun Strowman is, is a beast. He's a monster. But uh, for me, it's, it's, it's pretty cool and kind of refreshing that he's 
able to show that comedic side of him because I feel like it makes him a complete character and and more uh, uh, relatable. You know what I mean? So how you feel about them using Braun Strowman in a different light? I think it worked pretty good. I think it's working pretty well. Is working well as, and especially how good Cesaro and Sheamus are as a team. They are the yeah. bar. I like how they say that all the time. I crack up. Um, yeah. But it, it's a nice, refreshing story, and I, I like how they're they're getting their ass kicked every week by Braun. It's going to be really interesting to see who's going to be his partner. I saw a lot of jokes that uh, what's the guy from Queens who's a big meth fan that always loses uh, all the time? You know, you you Kurt Hawkins. make fun of. Thank you, Kurt Hawkins. Steve coming <laughs> oh, from out of nowhere. Thank you, Steve. Steve came in like a like a ghost out of nowhere. I literally so, messaged you guys just so it kind of like you kind of knew. I have that. I have that mute, so oh, I didn't know. I figured Jay would see it and be like, "Oh, all right, let that finish." So, formally, I will formally welcome Steve to the show. How you doing, brother? What's going on, guys? How are you? Thanks for having Good. me, Jay. Of course, of course. <laughs> It would be funny to have Kurt Hawkins or um, Heath Slater come in and just be Braun Strowman's tag partner because that would be funny as hell because Braun Strowman is Braun Strowman and these guys are jobbers, basically. But, but one has... already threw Hawkins through a, through a wall through telling a wall. him he's not, so, a, yeah. he's not his partner. Oh, okay, I missed that. But it would have been funny. It would have been funny as By hell. By the way, Dan, speaking and... of Kurt Hawkins, he was at the home opener with the seven line. Oh, cool! Yeah, really? he, he, yeah, he for yeah. Seven Line actually made his uh, trunks a couple years back. When he um, did I that, forgot... they, they had that like private show at the at City Field that he was involved in with a bunch of old yeah. school guys. He actually had his trunks done by the guy at the Seven from the Seven Line. Like he yeah, had the no, Seven Line logo on and yeah. everything. Yeah, before he got fired the first time and actually made his uh, tights. I forgot which. Yeah, and on the logo. on the indie on the indie scene, he was known as the Prince of Queens. Yeah, so he he's very heavily met met out. So it's funny. This T-shirt was pick me bronze. So that was that was funny. Um, but like you said, it was a funny match. Um, I'm I'm interested to see who's going to be his tag partner. They can go one or yeah. two ways. They can go. This team's going to be dominant for the next five to ten month uh, year months tag team, or they could be comedic, like I mentioned before. Have Braun be with a lesser opponent that is going to get their ass kicked. When Braun's a little stuck, so Let, let's yeah. face facts. Um, for whatever reason, the creative team does not like Braun to win big matches, which is why <laughs> it would be so perfect to have Bray Wyatt as his partner, because for whatever reason, the two of them win all these like scrub matches, and then and when they it never comes win down the big to that one. big match, you know, they put they put the belt on Braun for what two weeks. <laughs> Well, well, yeah, Bray last year, yeah, he won the world title and then he immediately lost it back to Randy Orton, which was like it makes it made no sense. But um, but yeah, I mean, well, now that you say him and Bray should be that Bray should be his partner because of him posting that picture, they're not going to do it. Right, say right, screw yeah. you to all the fans. So well, they also, <laughs> there's also I've been reading things that Bray's coming out with a whole new like a whole new thing. So they're yeah, thinking that it may be Matt a good Hardy. way to introduce it. Yeah. Which would set up Bray if they could if they if the creative team does this right with Jeff coming back now, also oh, yeah, is they can literally have the broken brother the broken brothers broken twins whatever they're called as a tag team, yeah versus whatever this new idea 
Bray has with Braun, and it could be a rivalry for a while. And work. Well, because... I'm scared. I'm scared for that because if they turn Luke Harper and Eric Rowan into the Bludgeon Brothers, I'll be scared to see what they're gonna make Bray and and, and Braun if they become a tag team. <laughs> huh. Listen, put the, the whole, belt, put the, the belts on both coming of them. Out with mallets. <laughs> put put the belts on both of those two tag teams and set something up where they both hate each other and fight at SummerSlam. There you go. Let's see who yeah. the real like hardcore tag team title champs are or whatever. Well, they 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 should have done that years ago when when all four of these guys were together with that Wyatt family. But yeah, you know, they they crap they crap the bet on that one. Bray Wyatt should have been the champ, and Harper and Rowan should have been tag champs, and this dude Braun should have been like US or IC, like the enforcer of the group. But they made them all look like clowns for some reason. They should have dominated the whole WWE for years. You know, but you got to think of it this way. They were afraid that everyone would just be like, oh, here we go. Another one of these cliques that get all the belts and then they all break up. This one, they just kind of naturally just started. They just put them on different shows and just naturally separated all of them. Yeah. Because, I mean, Dan would remember because there was that time that, uh, well, we went to Raw a couple of times. But there was one time where the dark match afterwards, they had the Shield against the Wyatts. And that freaking yeah. match stole the freaking show. And it was a yeah. dark match. You know what I mean? So yeah. it, that was, whenever, wasn't that a Mania? Huh? Yeah, it was a build-up to Mania, yeah. No, no, yeah, wasn't, it, was, wasn't it, was it like the, a, a Mania, like a Mania show? Yeah, it was a road no. to Mania show. No, no, wasn't yeah. it a re- actual WrestleMania? Wasn't the the six of them against each other at WrestleMania? No, no. no. Or one they of the were planning, but it didn't happen. Yeah. So stupid. I mean, why wouldn't? Why would they set something good up? And... Yeah, no, no. Actually, no. John, wasn't it? Uh, hey, wasn't it? Uh, wasn't the wasn't... New York? Wasn't the WrestleMania in MetLife? No, it was oh, I was actually we we were there. It was the Shield against it was the like Shield, right back. Uh, first oh, oh, uh, it was like no, Sheamus, right Dolph, and yeah, it was a yeah, yeah and Big Show, yeah, Big yes. Show and uh, Randy Orton, not Dolph. Randy yeah. Orton, yes, the most mm-hmm. the most yep. random three people ever versus yeah, yeah they, ju- they just needed yep. the card <laughs> again. The worst was Fandango being Jericho for oh, his that was, uh, debut. That was so bad. <laughs> That was I so remember. Bad. I remember. I was at the Green Day concert, texting my friend because Green Day was in, had a makeup show for Brooklyn the same night, and he literally yeah. was telling me which match was going on. I'll be like, "All right, this guy's gonna win," and he'll be like, "Hey, guess who won?" Like we <laughs> that was literally able to go, and that's the one cool thing this year. You kind of have an idea on some of the matches, but they can completely turn they, the thing oh, turn yeah. the tables on us. Well, it's mania, so that could definitely happen. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of these matches, like you said, it, it should be easy to 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 figure out and, and predict, but you never know with these matches, man. Because it, <laughs> it's just you know, the, and and that's and that's a good thing. We shouldn't be able to to pr- predict everything and you know have it be, be right. You know what I mean? It, they should surprise us. They should give us you know shit that we don't think we're gonna get. You know what I mean? So you know, I mean, we'll talk about it later. But I, I mean, I read some cool things that may surprise some people. That we'll, but we'll go about that later, of course. Yeah, when we're talking cool. about Mania itself. Yeah. So next up after that, we had the Woken one himself, Matt Hardy. He defeated Goldust in a throwaway match. Um, they're both going to be in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which, you know, at this point doesn't really matter. Um, you had John Cena. Now, I would like to get your opinions on this because 
WWE has not officially, like, the match has not been made, but we all know it's going to happen. Um, Cena, again, put on a, a pretty decent promo trying to call out The Undertaker for the last time. But once again, The Undertaker does not come out. And Cena pretty much says he's going to be at WrestleMania as a fan. Um, pretty much when this match does happen, it will be a one-man, uh, you know, pretty much promotion for this match. How do you guys feel John Cena has done in trying to, you know, push this match forward even though, you know, technically they said it's not happening? Um, Personally, I think recently, I don't know what it is, but the Cena, and I'm going to give Roman a little credit also, Roman Reigns here even though he's not yeah. a part of this, their promos have been excellent. Yeah. This whole... I don't like the whole idea with the whole Cena, like, oh, coming down. To, it's like basically wasting John Cena. It's basically saying Cena can't wrestle because he's got a movie that he needs to start shooting the week after Mania or a TV show to do the week after Mania so he can't be involved in anything. But you know he's going to be involved at Mania because, let's face it, he came in with, what was it, a torn shoulder? In Dallas? Yeah, yeah, that's and, right. And he so didn't have did a match, it. but he was still involved with, uh, I think, with the, the Rock. Rock and the Wyatt family. Right, yeah. right, right. So, you know what's going to happen, and I already told you what's going to happen is they're going to have Kid Rock perform because he's being put in the Hall of Fame. He'll start playing American Badass, and we'll hear the motorcycle because we all know we need to hear the motorcycle from him or it's going to take, or, you know, you might as well start walking down the aisle now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, no, I think I think John's doing a good job for all he could possibly do. Like you mentioned, the movie's coming out this weekend. So it's kind of bad timing, if you ask me. John Cena could have known better about this situation, but the movie looks funny. Um, like I mentioned before, I, originally I hated the idea of the American Badass coming back out, Dead Man Inc., all that crap. It'll be, fun. It'll be cool to see him do it one more time, but I, I just after last year's Mania... Why? Why? Why we? He hasn't had a good mania since HB. Uh, the probably since the Triple H match, and then the rest have been pretty much dog shit. Well, uh, I, I would punk, say the match. Punk, I would say uh, punk CM Punk. Yeah. All right, yeah. since Punk, pretty much. Oh, well, so Punk obviously years. carried the match. Yeah. Yeah. Been three or four years since he actually had a legit WrestleMania match. Let's so, face it. His wife fought better at the Rumble. Than he has at the past like five manias. Basically. Listen, not for that. Michelle McCool had a pretty good Royal Rumble. <laughs> yes, she did. And there's no doubt in my mind that she's not involved in the women's battle royal. Oh really? I bet you there's gonna be some some throw ins after what yeah, happened with like the Rumble. They, just like they did in the Rumble Prize, some lead some, you know, girls who are in the Hall of Fame or some legends and you'll stuff. You'll see some legends, you'll oh. see some NXT people like they usually do with the with the Andre the Giant one also. Yeah, they'll they'll throw in the question is from NXT. I, I'm trying to think who, you know, if if I'd say if like Cien Almas loses the belt or if Alistair Black doesn't win, probably Alistair Black they could probably throw in there. Or I mean, they threw Killian Dane in there last year from Sanity. Um, so yeah, they always throw at least one uh, NXT guy in that Andre the Giant battle royal. Adam Cole. Um, yeah, that'll be cool too. Yeah, he's we'll, we'll get into NXT later, but he's he's gonna be. Uh, doing double duty that night because uh, Bobby Fish unfortunately has some surgery, some shitty timing, but uh, he needed some surgery. So Adam Cole is going to be pretty much defending the NXT Tag Team titles as well as going for the newly formed NXT North American Heavyweight Title in that ladder match. 
So he's going to be probably the MVP of the weekend. Um, <laughs> but we already so, know yeah, who's going to win that North American title match, but we'll go into that later, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that there goes the whole thing with Cena and Taker. I, I, obviously, man, so uh, here's my thing. I think Cena will probably be in the crowd trying to play it off. You know, and whenever their match is supposed to be, like you said, I agree. I think the Kid Rock performance is going to go on. And when he does do American Badass, I think Taker will come on the motorcycle and then Cena will probably jump out of the out of the guardrail. Uh, for me, I don't even think it's going to be a match. I just think it's going to be a fight. They'll have a fight, probably have a street fight. Maybe a referee will come down, but it, they can't have a wrestling match. I can't see Taker wrestle again. I could see a scenario where... They show up, you know, he kind of comes down there and it kind of sets them up possibly for AB Taker says like, let's do a SummerSlam thing. Mm-hmm. It may set that up or, you know, next year's WrestleMania 35. So maybe that will be the one that he wants to go out in because Oof. the rumor was it was going to be a career versus career match. Oh, with him and Cena? With him and Cena. Oh. So now that, now that See, the this, whole this no is... match thing is up. Cena wants out. See, see, this is what I hate so much about the whole career versus career thing. Undertaker probably might lose four, three to four times in Mania since losing his streak. It's so dumb to me that this has yeah. happened. It's 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 just this was literally the biggest thing about Mania in the last twenty five years, and then it's just like, all right, he's got his first L, he got his second L. Can he get his third or fourth? It's just, it's just why why are you ruining? They're trying to get him back to twenty one and twenty uh, twenty two and twenty two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously, with the whole it, it was it was a shock when Brock beat him, but that should have been it. You know what I mean? If anything, he should have just retired after the Brock after the Brock match. You know what I mean? But they let it go on. They, it, it, there's really no reason why he should have wrestled Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania. There's really no reason why he should have wrestled Reigns. But, uh, you know, having Reigns beat Baker, that, that, that wasn't a good way to go. You know what I mean? And then he took off his robe at the end and his hat and all that stuff, left it in the ring. He should have just left it at that. We shouldn't even be having a Cena Undertaker match. He should be I mean? put in the Hall of Fame this weekend. Yeah. That should yeah. be it. You know? But I don't know what they're waiting for. It's, it's like Big Show signing an extension. Who wants that? <laughs> Yo, he's gonna be like, he's gonna be Braun's tag team partner, and we're oh, just gonna cry. Oh God, no! <laughs> Yo, well, I'm gonna make to sure I get my win. dinner during that time. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting dinner during that match because you know they're gonna lose. <laughs> if Big Show's his partner, they're losing. I'll tell you that right now. I don't even have to throw a prediction out there. The last if time Big Show comes won. out, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, oh, another thing that's going on here. uh the whole uh, fat shaming of Nia Jax by Alexa Bliss. I'm pretty surprised. That yeah, I can't era. believe this is going on. Yeah, <laughs> I'm surprised in this PG era and 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 you know how everyone nowadays is so PC and so easily offended that WWE would do kind of a like a deep kind of program like this with with Alexa Bliss and Mickey James who who are pretty much fat shaming Nia Jax. I mean, wh- what do you guys think about this? I, I think it's it's crazy that they're actually doing this storyline. It's basically like Mean Girls, your typical high school, college chick click. 
And yeah. uh, they were like, oh, like that typical bullshit. I, I'm, I'm happy for Nia Jax. She's finally getting into her own. It's like, yeah, following her on Instagram and Twitter, she seems like a down to earth, awesome chick to be around with. So yeah. I'm glad she's finally getting her push. And it's, we all know, it's, it's gonna end. Something's gonna stupidly happen that she doesn't win, but. Good for her to have an actual WrestleMania event, and for younger girls who aren't the cheerleader, cheerleading pretty chicks, girls are get someone to look up to. She's a beautiful yeah. woman. She's just yeah. almost three hundred pounds. Nothing wrong with she's that. Big. But she's big. Yeah, <laughs> she's mm-hmm. huge. Um, but good, good for her, man. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm proud of her because you don't see this every day. So good, good for her. Um. You know what I find the weirdest about this is, isn't the whole Alexa Bliss like real life backstory like this exact? Yeah, scenario? no, that, that, that's what I told my that's what yeah. I told my wife the other day. That's the um, most yeah. ironic part of it. Like the like the girl that had an eating disorder, or she was like made fun of in high school, or some some craziness like that. So yeah, this is pretty much so art I would... imitating life, imitating art, imitating life. Right, like like. How can she be one that's a, that has like the creative person come up to her and be like, "This is what, the direction we're gonna go," and her yeah. be like, "I'm gonna go do what I'll like." To me, it's just like her being like, "All right, now I get to shame somebody. Finally, now it's my turn." It's like that kid in college that like, you know, got picked on in high school, but they're the cool kid because they've been in college for five years. Yeah, <laughs> basically. And ironically. It, 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 Mickey James has been through the same kind of storyline back in the day because when she feuded with uh, Undertaker's wife, Michelle McCool and, and Layla, um, they used to call her Piggy James. And she was. Oh, yeah. Little, and we, we remember Mickey James when she was younger. She had. She's, you know, she still got some meat on her. She's hot. I don't know, whatever. But um, when she was younger, she had, she had some meat on her. So they used to call her Piggy James. And she went through the same kind of type storyline and now it's funny it's ironic seeing her doing it to Nia Jax you know what I mean yeah um, but I think so. they took the easy way out if you ask me with the whole Nia Jax sure. thing yeah it's like oh yeah she's the big girl so let, let's make fun of her weight and like let's let's do all the other things and I, and I like you said before it's easier to be offended nowadays but like I think it's more of a slam dunk and kids are impressionable with this sort of thing. So, yeah. You didn't really have, it's not, it's like, this is definitely going to be a teaching lesson if you had a daughter or any kid during this time to be, hey, don't be a, don't be a dick or a bitch. Just don't be, don't be a bully. Just, yeah. this is fake and this is a, this is a TV show. This is not the right way to do handle things. But I digress. I think, I think this is going to be an okay match. I think, it's going to be the typical match that Nia Jax is just going to be a beast. And then uh, then Alexa is going to find a way to win at the end, either by Mickey James or something crazy. And I'll, I'll, I will do my uh, prediction later on. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is pretty interesting the way they went with that. I mean, they could have yeah, just Yeah, it's went... just a very interesting angle, especially two months ago. If you follow Nia and Alexa Bliss on Instagram. Yeah. They're best friends. They're they are legit yeah. best friends. That's now, the funny part. They're they're legit best friends. Obviously, now that Nia is hanging out with Paige more because of obvious reasons, they can't be hanging out kayfabe wise. 
Yeah, storyline purpose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they literally traveled together forever, so it, it's really an interesting situation. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, they could have went a different way with that. Like you said, it was the easy way to go in terms of the the body shaming and and, and all that stuff. They could have went with the you know best friends. They just you know Nia accidentally you know, loses a match with them being a tag team or any little oh, other yeah, wrestling they, angle they, they could have went. Literally anything they could have. Yeah, but like you said, they went with the easy way with that. Obviously, you know, Nia being a certain body type, of course. Um, and then we move on to Roman Reigns confronting Brock Lesnar after... Uh, I will openly eight. admit that I fell asleep and missed this. Yeah, I, I, I did too, so you take <laughs> yeah, you're, you're all on this, yeah. What happened? You're you all on this. We... We both passed out during this. I couldn't take oh. it anymore. <laughs> okay, yeah, so Paul Heyman doing another Paul Heyman promo. And, and I agree, th- this segment was late in the night already. This joint was like at 10.58, and Paul Heyman just came out. I was like, yeah, it's almost time for me to go to sleep. <laughs> but, um, you know, Paul Heyman doing what he does, pretty much saying, uh, he ended the promo by saying, Roman's going to be Brock's bitch, and... uh that provoked Roman Reigns to come out and Roman Reigns hit Brock with like five Superman punches, you know, which ugh, this whole Superman punch thing is already, I mean, it pissed me off before, but the whole cocking of the fist and all that stuff is just so ridiculous. If you're going to do five of them, relax. Like, yeah, I think you just got to remember this is Roman Reigns is not for you. No, so, it's not. No, he's not. <laughs> you, you just gotta, you just gotta remember that, and just be whatever. And the thing is, Roman, Roman is a good wrestler. He's, he's not bad yeah. in the ring. Yeah. He's good. You know what? I was, I was gonna like, save the, I was gonna save this for when we're talking about the match, of course. Um, yeah. but let's face it, that that Brock Roman match at Mania a couple years ago was a really good match. It was. I, 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 th- I, th- I thought so too. I, I think, thought it may have I been the match Roman's of the night. A very good worker, Roman. Roman's a very good worker. A lot of people don't give him enough credit, and I've been saying that for years, right, Jay? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just, think pe- just his character, his outfit, like yeah, the fact that he didn't disassociate himself with that shield uh, 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 elements of his character really pissed me off because it's like yeah. okay. You still got the bulletproof vest, and it's not like he doesn't have a decent physique. The dude is huge. You know what I mean? Take off the stupid vest or, or, or put a singlet on or, or be without it or whatever the case. But you still look like a S.H.I.E.L.D. member. You know what I mean? Like, just be a different dude. Like, if you guys see videos of him in NXT back in 2012, okay, this dude was more like his cousin. He was more like The Rock. He had sunglasses on. He used to wear suits. Uh, and 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 his garb, he just had regular wrestling gear. You know what I mean? And he looked way better than he does with his stupid fifty cent bulletproof vest on. You know what I mean? Like I just think his him not being able to disassociate himself with that shield Roman Reigns instead of doing his own thing, it, it really takes me back. From, you know, from from enjoying the dude. You know what I mean? The whole cocking of the fist, the ooh and all that stuff. All that stuff is over the top and silly to me, man. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but um, but yeah. So Roman came out. He hit Brock with like four or five Superman punches in a row, and then uh, he was, you know, looking down, and all of a sudden he moved. He moved, and then Brock caught him with a quick F five, and left him laying in the ring. And that's pretty much how Raw ended. Um, so yeah, like Dan said in the beginning of the show, the go home show was, it was okay. It wasn't to write. It, it was nothing to sneeze at, but at the same time, it was nothing to write home about. 
I um, didn't like the beginning. Yeah. Like just like the whole yeah. the whole like press conference type of setup and the, yeah, I, I thought it was corny. I thought I, <laughs> I felt like they could have done a little bit better. Yeah, and Rhonda's face was was very entertaining. <laughs> she looked like she had stomach pains and and diarrhea. Like her face was 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 interesting. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was Raw. Now to get into SmackDown real quick, um, I didn't watch it either. To to be perfectly honest, but. Um, I did see some highlights of it, and from what I saw, the only real things to come out of that show that's even worth talking about is obviously the build-up for, for the return of Daniel Bryan along with Shane McMahon going up against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, Shane McMahon made his return uh, last night and uh, pretty much said that he's cleared. He did reveal that he was diagnosed with diverticulitis. Um, Who is this? Inj- uh, Shane. Shane McMahon. Oh, wow. That's funny. Yeah, which if everybody remembers, this is the same disease that caused Brock Lesnar to retire from MMA, along with him losing Tyler Overing. But that's another story. Yeah, um, but it's the cousin from it's the cousin of my disease too. So yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Shane McMahon did say he was diagnosed with diverticulitis, um, and but he said obviously miraculously he is cleared to wrestle at WrestleMania. Sure. Um so <laughs> so he'll make so some stupid was... dive from one side of the ring to the other and we'll all go nuts and that'll be the end of it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like how we're yeah. putting up the two people who were uh, <laughs> we're adding two people that just just out of nowhere cleared for WrestleMania into a big match. Sure. Out of nowhere. <laughs> yep. Out of nowhere. Daniel Bryan, who they didn't let wrestle for three years, all of a sudden, oh wait, you're cleared. Uh huh. Sure. So there was um, a, did you see the interview with Triple H on that? No. Apparently, no. he actually said that they were afraid that Daniel Bryan was going to leave, so they had their doctors clear him and gave him a contract. Oh boy. They fully expected him to leave, and they didn't want him to because they know how valuable he is to the company. Oh yeah, and Daniel Bryan is 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 not bullshitting when he says he would have definitely left. He would have went to New Japan, or he would have went back to Ring of Honor. He he would have done that. He's not, you know, what I mean, he he was not bluffing. He was gonna wrestle when his contract expired, whether they wanted him to or not. I can see you it being I mean? a protective contract, though. You'll see him like for the main pay per views, maybe type yeah. of thing. You know, just kind of protect I don't him. Think he's, I doubt he's gonna be full time. I highly doubt it. I mean. Uh, you know, he's got to think I mean, of his kid gonna, at this point. Yeah, and he's going to be a part of that greatest Royal Rumble that they got going in Saudi Arabia. He's already been confirmed for that Royal Rumble, which is going to be a 50-man Royal Rumble, which is ungodly. But, um, you know, um, he's going to be a part of that. So we, we know he's definitely going to have more matches after this WrestleMania. And he took a crazy bump from Kevin Owens a couple of weeks back, getting that power bomb on the apron. So they, they've, they've been testing him out. Um. So yeah, man. Uh, they uh, later on, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens, uh, uh, who are still fired, uh, kayfabe wise, uh, ran, uh, what do you call it? They invaded SmackDown, and they were pretty much saying, you know, how they're going to destroy Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Blahzy blah blahzy blah. Um, I, I mean, we'll get into our predictions in a little bit, but uh, how you guys feel about the whole overall, just the return of Daniel Bryan to the ring? It's been three years. Obviously, I think it's awesome. Uh, he's like, like, not only Jay got me back to watching wrestling. No full disclosure, but it was also the peak of Daniel Bryan as well. At the same time, that got me hyped about it. So, um, 
I hope he doesn't die. Uh, just uh, <laughs> flat out, flat out. I just hope he doesn't die. It's great for him to be back, but I hope he doesn't die. <laughs> That's funny, Steve. What are, what are your thoughts on on Daniel Bryan? I know uh, when you got back into it, it was probably around the same time of uh, the peak of Daniel Bryan. So, how you feel about his return? Right. Um, I'm pretty pumped for it. Uh, I didn't really get to watch him wrestle enough to really become a huge fan, but I was a fan of the story behind him. You know, the the scrawny guy that didn't really you know, get his way, who just kept fighting and kept the blue-collar worker, you know? He kind of had to do everything that he needed to do to make it happen. Um, and he never gave up on it. He had a dream. He kept working on it. And he's still working on it, which is the crazy thing. Even despite all these these crazy injuries and concussions, like, there's a... Four- Dan, who's the giant that just recently declined the invitation to his state Hall of Fame for his football Oh, yeah, that was a crazy story. I, I don't remember his name, but the yeah, kid, it's crazy. The guy, the guy in Montana, he declined the, the Hall of Fame introduction for his high school because football ruined his career because of concussions. That's what he said. And Holy all this, crap. Yeah. Like, like when you think about that, and you think of these guys wrestling now, like, think about it. Ten years ago, we couldn't have waited to watch Jacked Up every Monday night. And now it's like, I was talking to somebody recently, it's like, you watch football and it's like, all right, you got to slow down with that hit a little bit, buddy. You're going to you're gonna kill this guy. Yep. <laughs> I know it's a sore yep. subject, but it, it's like Brandon, uh, Brandon Cook's uh, rest in peace uh, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> he had to that, go there. Yeah, I know. But that, that was uh, the last big hit I can remember, so I'm sorry. And yeah, then, who, was the, the one that caught, who was the one that caught him like that again? It was, uh, it was definitely Jenkins. Oh, Malcolm Jenkins, yeah, he cracked him. I was like, and, and that's and full disclosure, that's why Brady dropped the ball on that one pass because yeah. he saw Jenkins throwing run. It's done, man. <laughs> and the he thing was... is, also, uh, before that, he got power slammed by I forget who. Um, but uh, when uh, Brandon Cooks went to do that leap, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just that, to get a first down, he got power slammed right to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's on him. After though. that, I was like, "That's not going to be a good night for Brandon Cooks." After I saw that, and then Brand- Brandon Cooks isn't the smartest of players. But it's a, what did you give up for Brandon Cooks? Wasn't it like next to nothing? Uh, give up to get him, or or give yeah, him what up was? Or- yeah, didn't you give up like nothing to bring in Brandon Cooks? Yeah, pretty much nothing. Right, and really then you end up, up getting a first round. That's such a Belichick thing to do. Yeah, that's very Belichick. <laughs> that is very Belichick. Hopefully he does something good with it. You know what I mean? Um, you're hopefully, like you're you know, well, we might take one of uh, the one trade, of your boys. The trade but, uh, sent the trades traded by the Saints with a fourth round pick, the Patriots for the first rounder and a third rounder. So it was a one and a three you gave up for him, but still. Yeah, it's still nothing. Nothing probably major that it would be Who a the better hell is player. Ryan Ramsky. <laughs> <laughs> so hopefully either we end up with Odell or 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 Belichick goes crazy in the draft. So well, I don't know. Hopefully he's going to use the two picks and trade up and take one of the new one of the top guys in front of the Jets. <laughs> yeah. And whoever they pick is going to pan out, and whoever the Jets pick is never going to make it. Of course. <laughs> yep. All right. Yeah, sorry, I got. I, I I had to go on this. Track. I had to, I had to go into that too. It's okay. We'll give you a pass on that one, Danny. Yeah, so 
there, there's that whole thing with Daniel Bryan, uh, both him and Shane against uh, Owens and Zayn. And then we go off to probably one of the other only things to really talk about in terms of the SmackDown show is uh, Asuka surprising Charlotte after her match with Natty. After another failed attempt at a money in the at a money in the bank Excuse passion me, by Charlotte Carmella. dented the, box, the the stupid case. Okay, we only yeah. you know only <laughs> pay more attention to that. <laughs> so yeah, with Oscar coming out, she was getting on Charlotte, and then she came out in the middle of her catchphrase. Charlotte took the mic and said, "I am ready for Oscar. It is you who has to be ready for me." And Oscar did talking in Japanese. Obviously, I'm not gonna know what the hell she's saying. So, question: you know. Can 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 uh What's her face cash in on any belt? So like, Nia ja- the, the can she ch- cash in for the raw belt or no? Because she's strictly on SmackDown. I mean, I mean, I don't see why not. They don't have a women's raw. I feel like they should allow it to be whoever you want to cash Which, in on. And 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 it's funny that you mentioned that, Dan, because that was going to go into one of my theories for the Nia Jax Alexa Bliss oh, match. All right, well, <laughs> the, all right, so go for it. Go. Me, are you going to do it now, or are you going to save it for later? Because I got a theory. You, all too. right, J- Jay, we're actually in the same boat. That I I read yeah, a funny yeah, I, I read a funny that. funny rumor about that today. So just so you know. Oh. When it has okay. to, what it has to do with that. So whenever you want to go into it, okay. We'll go I ahead. think we're all on the same page with that because it's about time yeah. she does cash it. Well, yeah. yeah. First off, we already know she's blowing it. So you're ready. We already know um, she's blowing it, so it doesn't matter on that. Yeah. Because <laughs> with, with all the women that are wrestling that night, I don't think they want to end off with Carmella having a belt. But who knows? Um, and then they end off with AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura in a tag match. Which, you together. know, whatever. But in a tag match together against uh, Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable, AJ Styles and Shinsuke gets the win, and then they have AJ at the end of the night play some mind games with Shinsuke, making Shinsuke he was going for a phenomenal forearm and then just playing him at the end. Um, I think if you compare the two buildups between uh, Reigns and Lesnar compared to AJ and Nakamura, uh, AJ and Nakamura deserved a way bigger buildup than what it's got. Um, yeah, I agree. You know? It's one of those, damn it, they're not my creations, damn it. So they're not getting yeah. what they want. They're they're what they're the match we've been waiting for since they both come into WWE. Since since yep. since because eight remember AJ went straight to straight to the main roster. Yeah. Shinsuke, on the other hand, was in went, NXT. Went through NXT. Yeah. We've been waiting for the two of them to collide, and I caught the end of SmackDown yesterday. AJ yeah. got on the rope, he jumped at him, and went for a, a phenomenal forearm, and he yeah. stopped himself. Shinsuke took a knee to try and block it, and Styles blocked himself. And they just both kind of smiled at each other. I'm like, this match is going to win WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, gonna this is going to be the match that has no build-up to it that everybody wants to watch. And it's either going to be the great one of the greatest matches of all time, and we'll be talking about it for the next 10 years, or it's going to be one of the worst matches of all time, and in a couple months we won't even remember it happened. Yeah, I, I, I would say the the first the first option you put out there because I I mean it's we, not going to be it. the same. It's not going to be the same match that they had in New Japan. I'll tell you that much. But it, it's going to be it's going to be good. These two know how to work with each other. You know, obviously, AJ being a former leader of the Bullet Club back in New Japan, feuding with Shinsuke Nakamura over the NJPW Intercontinental title. They had some 
fantastic matches in New Japan. So I was playing the yeah. drums. <laughs> <laughs> so that's definitely going to be good. So those were the two go home shows for WrestleMania for both Raw and SmackDown. Um, now to to get into the to to the meat and potatoes uh, WrestleMania weekend, we start off with the Hall of Fame, which is going to be on Friday at 8 p.m. on the WWE Network with a 7 p.m. red carpet, or I think 6 p.m. I'm not sure, but either way. Whatever. Um, the red carpet is going to be hosted by Maria Menounos, who hosts it every year. And, of course, the host will probably be Jerry the King Lawler for the Hall of Fame itself. Um, the Hall of Fame inductees, we have... Huh? He's still involved. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think that's the only, I think that's the only time they're going to use Jerry Lawler. With that and probably, uh, probably uh, pre-shows for pay-per-views and stuff. The same way they use Booker T. <laughs> I didn't even um, know he was still involved in stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know who this kid is. I saw the video on him, but uh, the kid that's getting the Warrior Award. He, uh, Jerry oh, yeah, 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 I know who he is. I've, I've been following him around the line. Yeah, he's uh, like the, the LSU and Saints fanboy. And he won the, the what's that ESPN award show? The ESPY. The, uh, ESPY, yeah. He won the ESPY award this year. This he, yeah, show. he got the Jimmy V award from the ESPY, so yeah, he, oh, okay. he's been around. So what's the background in this kid? He has some he's, sort of he's disease. He's got a disease, some sort of disease. I forgot what it was. Um, Jarius. I was actually going to look it up while you were talking about it a little bit. Jarius, okay. J.J. Robinson. That's his name, right? Yeah. Who is? Yeah, he's been like all around. He's been like doing a bunch of stuff with the NBA. A bunch of the guys bring him around. Um, but, 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 who is 14-year-old battering a chronic liver disease? Yeah, so it's like the respirator was taken away, but JJ was not ready to stop. He started to breathe on his own again, and like it's been like a miracle that he's been like even alive. Apparently, wow! All right, yeah. So Jarius JJ Robertson is getting the Warrior Award. Obviously, the, uh, will probably be be inducted by Warrior's wife Dana Warrior. Um, then on the uh, Kid Rock, been celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. Um, you know why he's going the, in. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but besides that, all he's done in WWE is make a song for Stacy Keebler. Um, <laughs> so besides that, and and if it wasn't for him, then yeah. Baker would have never came back in the Iron Man match and beat everybody up and cost the Rock the title or well, cost Austin well, the, the fun, title. Well, well, the funny thing about that is uh, he that was his American badass character, but he only had that song for about two months, and then went with Limp Biscuits rolling for like three yeah. years. So, so if anything, Limp Biscuit, was Limp Biscuit, Yeah. <laughs> if anything, Fred Durst should be in this Hall of Fame <laughs> instead of Kid Rock. Where the hell is Fred? They couldn't get Fred Durst. I'm pretty sure nobody knows where Fred Durst is. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how now, like. Like years later, everybody shits on Limp Bizkit, but I can guarantee you, ninety percent of the people that shit on Limp Bizkit listen to all those albums back in the early two thousands. Yo, I still listen to them. My way came on the on the radio today on my iPod. I was pumped up for WrestleMania. What was it? Nineteen, seventeen, eighteen? Yeah, yeah, it was was nineteen. Yeah. Oh yeah, that one. Yes. And the Astrodome. Yeah, that was WrestleMania seventeen with Austin and Rock. That was one of the greatest build-up promos ever. 
We'll talk about that later. Trust me. Chocolate chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water. I bet you everyone had that freaking album. Trust me when I say that match is going to come up again in today's podcast. Oh, yeah. That's probably. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That match was unreal. But, uh, yeah. So, Kid Rock, for whatever. We know why. Um, for, For old school fans out there, Hillbilly Jim getting inducted into the hall of fame he'll be inducted by jimmy the mouth of the south heart um whatever i wasn't a big hillbilly jim fan but uh i could see why they would put him in um we have for the women we have ivory being inducted into the hall of fame she'll be inducted by molly holly who i'm sure will be a future hall of famer oh you were Uh, watching wrestlemania 20 got her head shaved at that one because of it oh yeah when she lost against Victoria, who, uh, for obvious reasons, will never be welcome back. But, um, why, why won't she be able to come back? Uh, she was one of those girls that got leaked earlier this year and doing some very interesting things. Really? On she She's the same me. reason why China is not welcome back. Let's just... <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, we'll yeah. Just leave it at that. <laughs> she got released. Um, out there on a. And, 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 yeah, there you go. Um, so, yeah, and hell froze over, and Jeff Jarrett is inducted into the Hall of Fame. Um, he will be inducted by Road Dog Jesse James. And uh, if a lot of people are wondering why would they pick Road Dog, if you go back in time, back in history, when Jeff Jarrett was uh, the country music star in WWE Double J, uh, he had a roadie with him who was Road Dog later on down the road. So him and Road Dog have a lot of history together, and I think Road Dog would do a pretty good job. Um, I'm calling it right uh, now. I'm stopping you right now. I'm calling it right now. They're (laughs) looking for a new general manager for one of the shows, and Jeff Jarrett's going to be the general manager. It'll be SmackDown. Oh, no. Because you know Kurt's going to be let go on Monday for beating up Triple H. Now, will it be Jeff Jarrett or Hulk Hogan? (laughs) (laughs) Well, they said uh, there was a report last week that says – Hogan's been talking, but not because he wants to be involved with television. Because he wants to, he wants to be that that guy who goes to like NXT or goes to talk to guy, be that inspirational speaker for everybody. Uh, he wants to be an ambassador. He wants to be an ambassador. Right. He wants to be the guy you see. He basically wants to travel with Mark Henry and just be an ambassador of what to not do. Oh, he he don't want to travel with Mark Henry. <laughs> so I'm really gonna get the ass kicked. <laughs> Speaking of Mark Henry, that's a good segue. Mark Henry is being inducted into the Hall of Fame by The Big Show, okay? That was an interesting one there. That's a fitting one. They've been traveling together for 20 years, so... Yeah. I would say The Big Show or someone like, probably like Ron Simmons. You know, they were in the Nation of Domination together. Yeah, Um, one of the two. Or The Rock. That would have been... But, of course, they're saving The Rock to be that surprise pop in the middle of May at some point. Yo, that'll be your ref for the Cena-Taker match. The Rock. The Rock's gonna cut. The Rock music just hits and just pops out and be like, "So now we're just throwing people in the ring now. Let's see what happens." <laughs> um, By the way, speaking of throwing have... people in the ring, the trip. Uh, yeah. Heartbreaking news today: the Heartbreak Kid cut his ponytail. I saw that. Yes, he has. A, he just has a short hairdo now. I that... wouldn't even know what to call it because. <laughs> Because well, he he's losing. All I know is he better not show up this weekend because no one's going to be happy. Oh, he'll be there with his fresh haircut. He'll be there. <laughs> no one's going to be confused. Be like, what's going on? You know, you know who would look just like that if he cuts his hair, Baron Corbin. You. Because Baron Corbin has, like, he's losing his hair up top, and he's yeah, only, like, he's very thinned out. 
<laughs> so if Baron Corbin cuts his hair off, he'll look just like Shawn Michaels does at like 48 years old. <laughs> and then to round out the Hall of Fame, we got the Dudley Boys who will be inducted by Edge and Christian, which I think is a great choice. Um, obviously, with their history in terms of uh, making the TLC match as famous as it is and and all the great matches that the Dudleys have had with Edge and Christian. And I won't be surprised if the Hardys come out to help them out at some point with the induction or do something. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited about that. And, of course, the headliner is Bill Goldberg, who uh, I don't know why, but uh, I guess chose Paul Heyman to induct him. What do you think about that? They go back. There's history there. There's a lot of history, like a long history. I think nobody knows, but I think Heyman may have been a, a – Goldberg may have been a Heyman guy at WCW. Hmm. It wouldn't surprise me. They may have known each other from, like, past and stuff. Yeah, you know I can what? see that. I mean, with, with all the dudes that he's worked with and, like, in WCW, I could – I probably would have picked someone like Eric Bischoff or – or, or or just somebody from that old WCW crew. Uh, but I think Heyman's an interesting choice, and, and they've worked a lot together, especially the past couple years with the whole Brock storyline. I'm sure Heyman was a big uh, proponent of Goldberg. You know, like, like, like Steve said, I'm pretty sure more so I think Heyman was a fan of, of, of Goldberg. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I could and, – and obviously Heyman, you know, I, I – a lot of people mention Morgan Freeman to do like their their narration of their life. I, I would like Paul Heyman to narrate my life on paper. No, who's the guy <laughs> from? Uh, who's the blind guy in in uh, Sandlot? Earl. Um, oh, James Earl Jones. Yeah, there you go. Danny knew who I was yeah, talking they... about. That's who I want. Dark Vader. Vader so. <laughs> but I don't want. I want. I want the Sandlot voice. I want. I want his voice. I don't want Darth Vader. I want his voice. Hold on, Dan will be very appreciative of this. Um, since I'm watching WrestleMania 20, it's at the part of the Playboy match, and Tori Wilson just came out. Puppies! It is Sable and Tori Wilson against Stacey Keebler and Jackie Gata in a Playboy evening gown match. Oh, Jesus. All right. So, y'all going to forgive me if I stutter a little bit for the next couple of minutes. But, um, hey, if, uh, Jerry the King Lawler was a horn dog for twenty something years. You, you can imagine oh, five yeah. seconds. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ! Just listening <laughs> back to what he was saying, it's like, wow, 2018, this grew really bad. Oh uh, yeah, that's why I think Jerry Lawler had to get written off TV because you know they they couldn't censor Jerry Lawler. <laughs> <laughs> it's PG. <laughs> We're living in a PG world. We can't have Jerry Lawler all over the place. Yep. No. Too filthy. So yeah, that was. Those are the Hall of Fame uh, uh, inductees for 2018. Like I said, the Hall of Fame is the Friday. This coming Friday, 8 p.m. on the WWE Network. It should be pretty cool. For those who like to hear uh, stories, old school stories, and and the guys just having fun, yeah, that'll be a good thing to watch. Um, then fast forward to Saturday night, we get NXT Takeover New Orleans. Uh, and and like I asked, I asked the guys earlier. They're not really 100% in tuned with NXT, but you know they could throw their predictions out there. There'll probably be some guys that they know or, or follow and stuff like that. So you know, here we go. So we have for the newly formed NXT North American Heavyweight Championship, we have a ladder match between Adam Cole, former Impact TNA Heavyweight Champion EC3, Killian Dane representing Sanity. 
Lars Sullivan, Velveteen Dream, and the newly signed Ricochet. Um, so what do you guys think about this one? I'm going to call it right now that they've been hyping EC3 for a couple months now. He finally yeah. shows up. I think he gets the belt and runs with it for a while because he's going to be that guy who for a year from now we're going to see in the main roster. So they're going to put a belt on him and just let him dominate NXT for a little while. I agree. I think, I agree. I think Adam Cole, baby, is going to win. Baby. I think Cole's <laughs> so close to being getting the call up. Yeah, me too. I mean, but the thing is, do they call him up without Fish and O'Reilly? Because I mean, or or do they bring him up by himself? They'll probably knowing them, they'll bring him up by himself, and and split them like they did with um, Enzo and Cass with Carmella. Yeah, just kind of split them up and just let them all go do their own things, and if they have to bring them back together. It'll work. They'll do it. All I got to say is, damn you, Brock. Uh, uh, my bad. Sable just took off her evening gown, and oh my goodness. <laughs> but but yeah, <clears throat> but yeah. So I agree, man. Um, I I feel like this belt was made for EC3 because it is rather fitting that he makes his debut and then they announce the the making of this championship. So uh, I think it's made for for someone like him. Obviously, uh, uh there's a lot of variables in this. Um, Velveteen Dream for me would be a dark horse to win this because he's been killing it as of late, and that character has been so on point and 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 refreshing. You know, he's like a modern day Gold Dust meets Ravishing Rick Rude meets Macho Man Randy Savage. He, he the dude has been really good ever since he you know lost. Did he win or lose Tough Enough? I think he won Tough Enough, but then they finally got him this character, and he's just been killing it. Who's and then the, obviously we get yeah, the, go ahead. This other kid. Um... Ratchet? What's his name? Oh, Ricochet. Ricochet. Isn't he supposed to be like a an indie superstar that just came over also? Oh, yeah. He is probably... When we get off tonight and, and, and if you have time after you edit and all that stuff, look this dude up. This dude is quite frankly possibly the best high flyer I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the, dude, the dude does some crazy stuff. If anything, look up Ricochet versus Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay who right now currently is uh, the IWGP, I want to say, um, junior heavyweight champion. Those two are like acrobats. They're the freaking, it's like watching Circuit de Soleil in terms of wrestling. These dudes are unbelievable. But um, but yeah, Ricochet is, is, has been made a name for himself for the past probably decade on the indie scene. And, uh, you know, he was probably one of the last big major indie guys remaining for WWE to sign at the moment and they finally picked him up so he's gonna he's something special but um but yeah man it, it's maybe gonna he'll be come probably out and surprise the us match and of win the weekend. maybe he might that's that's the thing it's hard to 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 call this particular match because of all the talent that's in one match obviously the bigger guys like Lars Sullivan and Killian Dane they they're gonna do damage but they're not gonna win the match they'll probably cancel each other out um and, and and just like just like you said, Steve, I, I see EC three winning this winning this new title and uh basing this title around him for sure. Um then after that, like I said, uh Adam Cole's gonna be doing double duty because the undisputed era uh himself and Kyle O'Reilly is gonna be defending the NXT, NXT tag team championships in a triple threat match against the authors of pain and Roderick Strong and the UK champion Pete Dunn. Um, who 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 goes away with the tag team titles? 
Danny, I'll let you go first. <laughs> I I barely watch NXT, so I'm, I'm I have no idea. I'll be honest. I'm I'm convinced the I'm convinced that you're gonna see um the bar end up retaining the title Sunday because uh, like we mentioned earlier, Braun never wins a big match, and yeah. even if they give no matter who his partner is, it's just it's gonna be someone who never wins a big match. Who is either going to be Bray or Samoa Joe because those two never win big matches. Um, so I'm convinced Arthur's uh, the authors of Pain are actually going to be called up Monday. Mm. And yeah. Be like, and they're, the bar is going to come out and be like, nobody could beat us for the titles. There's nobody in the back, and I think the the authors of Pain are going to be coming out and be called up. And so they're going to lose on on Saturday so that they have the opportunity to be called up. Once they lose, you know they're getting called up. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, I do see. And the funny thing is, since you know Adam Cole is not the regular tag team championship partner of Kyle O'Reilly, even though they are former Ring of Honor tag team champions together, I, I definitely see uh, Roderick Strong and, and the UK champ Pete Dunne getting a second belt. I see those guys pulling off an upset and getting the NXT Tag Team Championships. And it's, it's, every match on this NXT card is going to be good. For, for those, you know, who are, you know, who are really have nothing to watch or nothing to do Saturday night, if, if you're going to watch something, I'd, take a look at this TakeOver show. It's, it's going to be really good. For the, for the NXT Women's Championship, we're going to have Shayna Baszler, who is another former UFC fighter and is part of Ronda Rousey's Four Horsewomen going up against Ember Moon for the NXT Women's Championship. Steve, who you got in this one? This is tough because they're both basically like I feel like they're both on the edge of the call-up. Yeah. But I also see Baszler being called up quicker to help Ronda. Mm. You know, kind of pull one of those like Put them together and let them kind of work off each other, kind of manager. Especially if especially if Ronda turns heel, right? Which right. I see happening that way. You can kind of set the two of them up. You know, you can you can send Charlotte back to Raw, type of thing, because they yeah. already said there's going to be some mix-ups after a couple weeks after with the rosters, yeah. and you're going to be doing joint shows also. So it kind of sets up the whole because we already know what's happening at the women SmackDown women's title match, but yeah. um. So to have them two there, now you can start the whole four horsewomen versus four horsewomen type of battle. Yeah. And set that up for SummerSlam or even next year's Mania. Yeah. You know, yeah. you could set it up as a two-on-two, like Becky and, and Charlotte versus Ronda and, and Baszler at SummerSlam and then have the other four women all pop up out of nowhere and get involved and set it all up for other pay-per-views. Yeah. Yeah. So this will be where I think I think that Amber Moon is as talented as she is. I think she's still going to be stuck in NXT for a little while longer, especially yeah. considering they just brought up a bunch of girls from NXT. They're mm-hmm. probably not in any yep. rush to bring up any others. So I think Amber Moon's going to retain the title. I'm yeah, I that. agree. I agree. Yeah, because Shayna Baszler, just like Ronda Rousey. Uh, is very green. Uh, Baszler's been doing this longer because she's been wrestling for a little while. 
Um, but uh, character-wise, she's another one that needs a little bit of help uh, with that character. Wow, Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero on the screen right now. Holy shit! Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, one guy's still yeah, honored. Shane- yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is Eddie so, in the Hall yeah. of Fame? Eddie's in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Eddie got in the year he passed. Okay, I wasn't sure because I know Chris yeah. is never going in, but nah, not happen. Yeah, hmm. yeah. Well, Sad, yeah. but that's you... still a sore. That 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 hurts. You know what I mean? Because it's like the dude. The dude, talent-wise, is top-notch, top 10 in terms of talent of all time. The dude was almost perfection in the ring. You know what I mean? But, you know, you do some shit like that, you, you don't deserve nothing. You know what I mean? So, you know, you know whatever. Anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, co-main event is, and I think this will be the co-main event, even though it's for the title. Um, you have Andrade Cien Almas defending the NXT Championship along with Zelina Vega by his side going up against Aleister Black. Um, for me, this is a tough one because obviously Aleister Black is the new, you know, uh, uh, big deal in NXT. They just gave Almas the belt maybe two takeovers ago, so he's still kind of new, fresh with the belt. But obviously, Aleister Black being undefeated, his character being. Uh, a dominator, you know what I mean? It's it's gonna be a good hard hitting match, good back and forth. But uh, Alistair Black is another one that's rumored to be called up, even though he hasn't been in NXT that long. But um, you know, uh, just for the hell of it, I'm gonna just say Alistair Black. You know, just just for new, having a new champion. But you know, I'm for me, I'll be happy either way. What do you think? Yeah, hey, I think it's gonna be Alistair Black for all the reasons you mentioned. And he's the only name I know, so I'm just gonna go with the name I know. <laughs> there you go, Danny. I, I I don't have time to watch NXT, so I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah. You know what's funny is NXT is definitely the bigger show of the three. It is, <laughs> and but not enough just... people have it. If it was on, and I guarantee you, if Fox gets WWE, you'll see NXT yeah. on TV. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! No, not for nothing. They, I can if if they give up that one hour of 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 the three that they have for Monday Night Raw, and just let that be the first hour. Let NXT start the show, and then just have the next two hours be Raw, or or just do something because at least it'll be something different than than having freaking just three hours of two hours of filler and having like three matches for the whole Raw show. And yeah. NXT in one hour, you have like four matches. So I mean, you know, <laughs> but and it's also because Triple H is basically running NXT. So that's another reasoning why it's so much awesome. It's not a knock yeah. on the product. It's just I just don't have time and energy to watch every single wrestling show. Right, right, yeah, yeah. I hear you. I no, I agree and, with Danny when, on that one. Like, especially now that it's baseball season. Like yeah, exactly. Wednesday like, night, I'm, when, I'm, I'm watching the Mets. I'm not really watching NXT. It may get to a point <laughs> if something's paying attention. If like I hear like a good storyline that's going on, it may get to a point where I start putting my iPad like on my desk next to me with the network up. Yeah, yeah. But like last night, I was tr- I was watching the Mets, so I wasn't watching SmackDown. Like I was paying yeah. attention on Twitter to SmackDown. You know. I'm actually surprised you watch Raw, considering your Michigan was in the freaking so, national. So Championship. Saturday, I'm at an engagement party. 
And I'm watching the first half, and we're getting beaten. And I'm like, I haven't watched any of this tournament, and we've won every game. Like, so back up a little bit to the Big Ten tournament, which was at the Garden. So Saturday, they're in the semifinals, and I'm thinking, all right, win the game. It's like 100 bucks for a cheap ticket upstairs. I'm going on Sunday. Let's see if they win, whatever. I'm, I literally am in Black Panther. I found out they win. Me and my boy Vin, we walk out of Black Panther, and he goes, you're going to go tomorrow? I go, possibly, you know. He goes, you're going to spend 100 bucks. they're going to lose because you're going to be there and you haven't watched any of the tournament. I'm like, shit. <laughs> so, sat- so now back to this past Saturday, I stopped watching the screen. My boy Devin and Vin are telling me like, oh, my God, you're winning. Oh my-. I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God. I literally have my back to three televisions at an engagement party. <laughs> so, of course, Monday night, I'm like, once the Mets got, I'm like, shit, I need the Mets to play. And then they get rained out. And I'm like, oh, what am I going to do? <laughs> I'm like, I can't watch. I ended up passing out in like the first half anyway. But I woke up at like 2 in the morning. I saw that they lost. You know, Nova, Nova was beast. So you got to give props to Nova on this whole tournament. They were yeah, just, they were just complete beasts. Yeah, this is the uh, 2000 uh, Giants Super Bowl. <laughs> it was like. <laughs> That's funny. But yeah, yeah props to Nova. Happy, props to Nova. There you go. Lewis. Yeah, we're just happy to be here, and we're gonna lose to Trent Dilfer and their awesome defense. Yep. <laughs> Trent Dilfer. Oh God. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, yeah, Ray Lewis. That that, that wasn't Trent Dilfer. <laughs> Excuse Ray me, Ray Lewis shouldn't have what, been playing, but that's a different. That's a whole other. That's a whole other story. <laughs> what difference a year makes? Yeah. Was, was... So let's get these uh, mania predictions going. Yeah, Are we so done with NXT? pretty much the, 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 the main event of, of the NXT show will be oh, yeah, sorry. A, a non-sanctioned hardcore match between uh, the two former members of DIY, Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, which will probably steal the weekend maybe. Um uh, f- for me, it, and both guys are pretty much coming back, Tommaso Ciampa coming back off of, of bad injury he got about a year ago. And Johnny Gargano, pretty much in storyline, uh, got fired from NXT because of his last loss to the champ, Andrade Cien Almas. So, uh, uh, storyline purposes for for a happy ending, quote unquote. Uh, I'm gonna have to go with Johnny Johnny Gargano, but uh, I won't be surprised either way if if they decide to get, give Tommaso Ciampa the win. So we're so we're just we're just doing this whole if they win their banished thing from every for everything now. <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like. <laughs> yep. We all yep. know Johnny's winning. Um, weren't they like a successful tag team too for a while? They were. They were the NXT tag team champions, and uh, they, they lost... ended up boosting up to the Authors of Pain. Wasn't it Survivor Series weekend or SummerSlam weekend? Wasn't it in Brooklyn? Yeah. Yeah. One yeah, of them, one of them had an injury, right? One of them was hurt, so yeah. they were definitely losing anyway. Yeah, it was it was Champa. He he's the one that got hurt, and then Johnny Gargano got super popular while Tommaso was out. So he it was all bitter and jealous. And when well, he came back, well, he didn't, delivered hell. Didn't Tommaso hit him at the end of the match? Yes. That yeah, with a crutch. So he hit him with something. Yeah. Right, right. They like right. started beating each other up at the end of the match to kind of really sell the injury at yeah. Takeover. But, but yeah, but both. Both those guys are really, really good. The match is going to be solid for sure, and it's a non-sanctioned match, meaning, in other words, it's another word for a hardcore match. Well, 
you know, it, it, it should be it, it should be one of those show stealing type type matches. So it should be pretty good. Um. So yeah. So straight up to the to the what they call the showcase of the immortals, the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania 34, a five o'clock pre-show start time, and that will last about two hours. And then the start of the main show will be 7 p.m. Now, Steve, you had... Uh, Sorry, 5. I, Sorry, you said 7, it's 5. Oh, 5 o'clock pre-show. <laughs> well, the yeah. pre-show pre-show is 5. The pre-show yeah. is 6, and the official event starts at 7. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> so, you, I know you had the, the order earlier of what WWE had. I just have the matches just written out, but if you want to go by the order, then... Uh, if you want to read out the the matches real quick, and then we can just give our predictions from there. Um. So you want you want me to go in the order that I have the list here? Yeah. Sure. Okay. Hold on one second. Okay. So of course it still says tickets available, but that's not a match. <laughs> um. <laughs> I'm sure it's not that bad of a drive, right, Jay? Oh yeah. From oh, you? Yeah. Uh, from me, uh, it's a decent one. It's, it's a decent a, one. A lot shorter I, than I, hour I was, drive. It was like maybe fourteen hours, six, fifteen hours, probably. It's probably like a day and a half for us. <laughs> Yo, I was thinking of going, man. Uh, but then when I found out it's going back to New York, I was like, I'll save my money. Go ahead. There you go. <laughs> That's gonna be interesting because they're doing Brooklyn that weekend too. For mm, Mania next yeah. year. Brooklyn's getting the TakeOver show. I figured maybe they put that in Newark. Yeah, you would think because, because Mania but is going to be in But they're calling it a New York, New they, Jersey they, Mania. Yeah, they just, yeah, that's exactly. It's a New York, New and Jersey Mania. Barclays Center just opened up. They still had the IZOD Center opened when the last Mania, so. That's true. That's true. All right, anyway, so the, the order is this. The WrestleMania kickoff match is the first ever WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal. Can we not talk about that trophy, by the way? And oh, it looks <laughs> horrifying, bro. That's you just gotta look at your health books in high school, and it's that. Who was the middle school, school Mr. Sal? What was his name in, in middle school? Uh, Stern, Stern, Mr. Stern, Sal. something like that. Oh my god! Oh, my picture is him with the laser is, pointer. All I gotta say is, let's just hope that was not a measurement of fabulous moolahs. You know what? Um. Oh, it's safe. It's safe. To, maybe they actually use China for something. Oh man! Yeah, right, so I'm, I'm going. Trophy I'm, I've ever seen. I'm going. I'm going. Sasha Banks. She's gonna win and turn heel. Nope. I'm going. Sasha Bailey get each other out to set up their feud because eventually one of them is gonna be evil. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna end up being Bailey who's gonna turn heel turn. Yeah, apparently it's Bailey. They've been pulling her out of matches because it hasn't happened yet. Hmm. I mean, Sasha's a easier. Sasha's way better as a heel than she is a babyface, and, and uh, I, I can't. I mean, oh shit! Yeah, I'm watching Billy Kidman and Rey Mysterio. Wow, Billy Kidman. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, yeah, Sasha. By, uh, Viagra on a pole match, uh, Jay. <laughs> but yeah, so so yeah. I'm, in terms of those two, I, I think I've. It'll be interesting to see Bailey as a heel, but uh, 
but I don't know if she if she'll be able to pull it off. Sasha's it'll be way easier for Sasha to oh, pull it. Oh yeah, off. I, I agree. I'm just I'm just thinking writer writer logic, and it's gonna be Bailey. I'm gonna go with either. It's gonna be SmackDown, and it's either gonna be Becky Lynch or Natalia. I I can see that. Or I can Natalia. see I can see Becky. I feel like they owe Becky so much because she was so they huge, do. and now it's just like now now you're she's just, an after right. You're not even important anymore. I can see Bailey. I, I can see Becky winning that Rumble, uh, uh, that Battle Royal or whatever, and then her in the Superstar Shakeup getting drafted to Raw. I can see. I can it. see that happening. Try and put but her yeah, up front I, again. I, I'll, I'll, I'll go. I'll go with Becky. I agree with that. But I can also see her and Charlotte getting pushed into the 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 four the the women's thing again. Yeah. Like we talked about earlier. Um. All right, so the next one is the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, which was almost not even happening, which would have been great. Yeah, Uh, there's no real need for it. I'm going to say one of two things is going to happen. Samoa Joe is either going to be a surprise last guy entered in on this match and win, or Samoa Joe is going to become bronze partner. One of those two things will happen with Samoa. I think I'm confident in the fact that there's no reason why Samoa Joe does not wrestle in WrestleMania. Yeah, uh, especially if he's cleared. Yeah, exactly. No, apparently he was cleared like today. Oh, nice. So, yeah. so like I read today that he was going to be back on Monday, but there's no way they don't bring him back for this match. Yeah. As for who's going to win it, if he's in it, he's my winner. If he's in it. Yeah. But if he's not in it, I'm going to say Hardy wins it. I'm going to say Woken Matt Hardy wins it. Yeah, you took my pick, man. I, I did my I wrote down my notes like maybe seven hours ago at work and I was writing down Yeah, I, I actually did write down Matt Hardy for the winner of this ba- of this battle royal. Yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> what do you think, Dan? Uh I'm gonna go with uh it never happens his way. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go since you guys both picked Matt Hardy, I'm gonna go Dolph Ziggler. Just okay. because he needs a little pump up since resigning. You know, for the life of me, I still don't understand how the bastard wins the U.S. title like a couple months ago, and then he just drops it, and then he does nothing, and now he's in this freaking battle royal. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like he literally just dropped the U.S. title after them giving him a belt, and then he just does nothing. Ugh. I think his career was doomed after he. Cashed in money in the bank and won. I think his career got doomed after that. I don't know. I I can't I can't I can't deal with Dolph Ziggler anymore, man. <laughs> no, I, I'm with you. Yeah, but that that Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I mean, that's literally just another way of them getting everybody on this card because there's hey. really no reason. There's really no reason for that to be happening this year. I mean, look at such great past winners like Mojo Raleigh and uh, and Baron Corbin. Look at what it did for their careers. Yeah, really wonderful careers. <laughs> Baron Baron Corbin. Is oh, top you know notch too. Don't forget about him. I actually have another pick. Yeah, if he's healthy, Corbin Bra- if he's healthy, no. If if he's healthy and he comes out as a surprise entry, big cast. Oh, yeah. Oh, we didn't even think about him. Maybe Enzo will show up, too. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> too soon. 
Yo, that's Dan's boy, man. You can talk about Enzo. Yo, his cousin, his cousin threw, threw it how you doing into the wedding. Just Oh, man. <laughs> poor Enzo. Not poor Enzo. He's an idiot. <laughs> oh, man. I got, at least I got God. to wear that shirt, Steve, one time at a live event. That's that true. That is true. Hey, he did good for himself before he got freaking outed for sexual assault. He was the two-time <laughs> cruiserweight champion. Yo, who is the guy who used to be Aiden English's partner? That is Simon Gotch. Right, he had an interview recently and said, this guy needs to never go near wrestling again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think he said he is by far the worst wrestler ever. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like, okay, all right, cool. Um, oh, here we go. Lesnar and Goldberg. Here we go. <laughs> so the next match we got here is Cedric Alexander versus Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm calling him. I don't know who he is, so I'm just calling him it's, Mufasa. Uh, Mustafa Ali, um, which is an interesting name. He sounds like Aladdin, but whatever. That's I, a, I uh, thought he was Scar's brother. I figured if it comes out to the Lion King song. Mufasa, I think he's going to win. Does he Mustafa have a little monkey Ali. with a purple butt walking around with him? Around? <laughs> Not for nothing, though. Both this, this, As surprising as this may sound, this match will probably steal WrestleMania. And it's on the pre-show. Um, both of these guys, I've know, I've seen Cedric Alexander for a good, probably decade uh, on the indie scene in Ring of Honor. Uh, Cedric Alexander used to be about a good 220, 230 pounds, and he used to do all these flips. And now he's in, you know, obviously 205, so he's, you know, in way better shape. And uh, the dude has, has always been a good high flyer, always been a good technical wrestler. I've never seen Mustafa Ali until he got to the WWE. Um, but the dude, the dude is nasty coming off the top rope. You know what I mean? He does a reverse 450 splash that he calls the, the 045 or the 054, whatever the dude, the dude is, a, is really good uh, in, in terms of high flying. I won't be surprised if they give Ali the belt. So, so, but, uh, but my pick initially was, uh, Cedric Alexander for, for that. I'm going to go with Cedric Alexander just because he's just like, he's good. Like, yeah, he is. Like there's no reason yeah. for him not to. Not to I think win. they're gonna. I think they're gonna surprise everyone with uh, Ali. Stop Ali. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. They've been pushing either way, him enough. Either way, either way, I'll be happy with that. With that match, that match should be pretty good. All right. So the next one is the the midget versus the big girl. <laughs> <laughs> Nia Jackson and then uh and Alexa. And Alexa. I'm gonna go with Alexa on this just because I feel like they just don't like Nia Jax. Yeah, I think <laughs> I think it's gonna be Alexa because of some shenanigans. And then Mickey Mickey her, James is gonna and, get involved in this match. Yeah, she's gonna lose on some crazy roll up and then uh what's her face is gonna call Carmel is gonna come and try to cash in and lose. No, I don't think she's gonna cash in on this one. I'm gonna go with later on. Well, so. just 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 to, just to be devil's advocate or, or to be different, I'm gonna just say Nia Jax wins in convincing fashion in about two minutes. You said Nia is gonna win. Yep. Mm-hmm. 
thing, Nia, Nia will get the belt. Give her the belt, have her lose it the next night. That's <laughs> a Carmella. <laughs> you know what? Alexa Bliss is known for losing the belt and then winning and it back it the, the next, next night. night. Yep. <laughs> it's so pathetic how it always works that way. Uh, uh, unfortunately, against Sasha, because apparently Sasha, can't, they can't keep the belt on the damn girl. <laughs> Sasha's going to break the record for most times having the belt, but also the shortest Sasha's going to be ever. a 20-time women's champion and never defend it. <laughs> More than once. Unbelievable. <laughs> um, the next one is Sheamus and Cesaro versus Braun and I'm calling either Bray or Samoa Joe. Braun and Brains. Strowman and Brains. that night. <laughs> you know, so to coming the, up with that good idea. Million, here's the million dollar question. Who is the tag team partner? I was also thinking that maybe Big Cass comes in. So That's a good choice. For this one. But then again, I think the bar is still going to win because they were getting killed the last month and a half with Braun. Like I said, bar wins. Arthur of Pains come in on on Monday and actually steal the belts from them to set up the next pay-per-view with the two of them. With the four of them. Either that or the bar comes out and says, we've beaten every single tag team. You know, you even threw Braun Strowman at us. And it still didn't work. We are the bar, blah blah blah. We'll maybe they'll they'll set up like an open challenge on Raw, and then AOP comes out and and beats their ass for the tag team titles on Monday. Right, something like that will happen. Yeah. So I agree. I see Braun losing. Uh, there's still rumor going around, even though Ray technically set, is, is not cleared, but he says he's been feeling better. There's still rumblings about Ray Mysterio. Uh, maybe a Bobby Lashley. If that happens, I see Bobby and Braun winning, even though that is a horrible-looking tag team. I, but, um, I got a good one. How many people unsubscribe after Kane comes out to become the partner? <laughs> <laughs> and you get or, or, they find out there were zero ratings for the rest of WrestleMania from that point on. <laughs> how, how, about, how, about, how about this for some ir- irony? How about this? James Ellsworth. No, I thought he got released. He did, but what if they bring him back as a mania, as a mania surprise? Who was Braun when Braun Strowman first got uh, the character that he got now? A good what year ago? It's been since he's been this character. His first squash match was against James Ellsworth. It's true. And James, if it wasn't for that match, if it wasn't for Ellsworth getting destroyed in that match, he would have never been in WWE. Yeah. Oh, what do you think about your match with Braun Strowman? Oh, oh, any man with two hands has a chance. And everybody was like, ah, and and his facial expressions. Braun Strowman is what made James Ellsworth's career right now. (laughs) James Ellsworth is going to live off of that for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. He's killing it on the indie scene right now, making mad money. (laughs) He is killing it. (laughs) Him and Gilbert are tag team champions of some promotion out there. (laughs) All right, so the next match is actually one I'm looking forward to. The U.S. title. Mm. Orton, the glorious Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode, the the guy who needs to go away, Jinder Mahal, (laughs) who apparently quoted this week that thinks the three-man band will eventually come back together. Oof. And... For Drew McIntyre's sake, I hope not. (laughs) But... And Rusev. 
Rusev so, Day. Will WrestleMania Rusev be Rusev number Day? one? Rusev, Rusev number one. <laughs> Happy yeah, Rusev, Rusev Day. Down. Happy oh. Rusev Day. I just yeah. want to see him win until Lana comes running out down the stage. <laughs> do, do you know Lana is the best. Lana number one. Rusev is the best. Lana number one. I would love to see Rusev win, but that's not going to happen. Uh, Bobby Roode and Randy Orton is the Spider-Man meme when they're the two Spider-Mans are pointing at each other. <laughs> it's literally the same guy, except Bobby Roode's nipples are like hidden. If you ever noticed. <laughs> Um, and the funny thing is, Bobby Roode might be older than Randy Orton. Yeah, and and Jinder Mahal sucks, and everybody was excited. He was the only reason why he got bumped was because of uh, WWE Network in India. When, even though he's Canadian and sucks, yeah. and he's a roid head. Um, yep. So uh, anybody but Jinder, pretty much. Uh, I think I think either I think Bobby Roode's gonna probably win it. Yeah, I'll go with Rude. I'll go with Rude or Rusev. I, I want Randy Orton to go away and uh, Jinder Mahal. I don't really care too much about. I think good for him that he got the push that he got. And yeah, uh, exactly. But he's, you know, but he's whatever. I feel like they've no wanted on, to no give it to. The guy, but... They want to push Rude, but like they're afraid to push Rude. Yeah, it's funny. They want to push Rude, and the fan and and Rude got his fan base. And I, I like Rude. He's really good, but. Rusev is so popular right now with the whole Rusev Day stuff. It's almost a win. It's a win-win if you give it to either Rude or Rusev at this point. So, yeah, as as a pick, gun to my head, I'll go with Bobby Rude. But but uh, just for the hell of it, I'll say Rusev. I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna say Randy Orton's gonna retain it. That's where I'm going to go with this, because it's about time they start letting Randy Orton actually, like, be important again. <laughs> because, let's yeah. face it, he's the last, like, remaining guy. Of that, like, that class, like right. him, Cena, and Lesnar. And... He's the last full-time yeah. guy from that class. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, to keep him relevant is going to be important. He needs to shave his head. That hair looks hideous. He had he he's he's not shaving his head. Apparently, it's like his thing now. <laughs> he has hair. It's like he looks older with hair than he does when he's bald. He has hair. He looks weird. Um, the next one is an interesting one. The Miz versus Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor, and like I heard you guys yeah, earlier. Mean- one of the best yeah, matches we, on Monday. Yeah, this is gonna be yeah, like like we said earlier, it was a good four commercial match, which <laughs> never happens. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be the I'm I'm stamping this as gonna be the match of the night of the main card. That um, I think this is gonna be the match of the night, and I think the Miz finds a way to sneak one out, being the heel that he is, and he's gonna win. But it's gonna it's gonna be just their typical crazy Seth Rollins and Finn Balor kind of match that it it's you don't want this match to end kind of thing and it just yeah. has to end at some point. The, this should be the match that steals the night. Um, I do like how they're not doing Demon Balor for this one because a Mania stage and Demon Balor 
may take as long as Taker walking down a long stage. (laughs) I mean, the good thing about Balor is he doesn't just walk like he crawls and runs and and he does, you know, silly stuff. So he'll probably get to the ring. It's like entertaining. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's not just him literally. And the funny thing is with Taker, like a couple years back, I remember he actually, they made it seem like he was levitating to the ring, which is, which was pretty funny because at least that was faster than him walking. But, um, but yeah, man, uh, it, it'll be interesting seeing him on that stage as regular Finn Balor, as Bruce Wayne, as I like to call him, because he's pretty much Bruce Wayne right? when he's wearing the leather jacket, and then when he's pissed off, he turns into Batman, you know what I mean? So, you know, we, we're getting Bruce Wayne Balor for WrestleMania, and, uh, and I think Bruce Wayne is going to be the Intercontinental Champion at the end of the night. Um... This is going to be interesting because I think it's going to depend on what's going on with Miz. Is Miz going to take time off to be with Maurice and the kid? Yeah, probably. Is Miz got to go do Marine 12? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know another one's coming out soon, so he's going to have to take two months off. And it's usually like right around this time when people will wrestle at Mania, lose a big match, and then take a couple months. I can't just, believe that 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 became like a franchise. Like I can't, I can't. After Marine One, I kind of figured, all right, this shit is done. And then Randy Orton, I think, was Marine Two, and then Ted DiBiase Jr. was Marine Three, and I was just like, oh shit. And then Miz has been four, five, and six. Like I was like, oh my god. I was like, I can't believe they keep making this shit. Like how. Like who? How are they making money off of these movies that they that they keep making them? Nobody's buying the shit. I know that. Oh, it was like, uh, oof. That is rough. So, I can't believe. That. So I actually think Miz will lose, but you'll see him back come like SummerSlam time to try and win the belt back. But it won't yeah. matter because it's going to be a Seth versus Finn battle for this belt for the next couple months, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. I don't care who wins out yep. of those two. Because yeah, based on what we saw Monday, that alone is a mania matter. match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that alone is a bit mania match. So. Um, the next one is the Usos finally getting to actually wrestle at WrestleMania. <laughs> versus the New Day. And I think I, I think Jay guys. needs to apologize for a certain someone did like New Day from the start, and he got <laughs> shitted on for the, the start of that 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 faction. Back well, in wait, the day. hold, on. wait, but 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 you gotta look at it this way: when they first started, they sucked. When they first got together, weren't it they was like not preaching? As... Wasn't it like a religious group when they first started? Yeah, it it was built that way in the beginning. Like they were real gospel kind of, you know, like it it wasn't as entertaining as as it got. You know what I mean? Because I you know, know they, I know, but give 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 me credit. I still yeah, put those yeah, they, I, Honestly, I didn't think they would last a year, and they've been together for like five. You know what I mean? So yeah, you know, they did that thing. And the thing is, originally this was supposed to be like a nation of domination type group, or, or initially. <laughs> You know what I mean? And then when they came out, we were like, what the hell is this? It was it it was unexpected the way these guys came out together. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, but, um, but they're, I give they're New Day losing... credit. New Day is very entertaining. They they're a good team. Yeah. They they mesh well together. Yeah, and, but they're uh, losing. 
I agree. Yeah, they're I agree. Lose. And I see uh, Harper and Rowan becoming the new tag team champions. They did say originally that they want New Day breaking all the tag team records. Like, I've read things that they want the New Day to be the all-time, like, they already have the record for longest reign. But now they want them also to break, like, the all-time, like, holding it record. I think it's, like, seven or eight. Or even more. What were the Dudleys? Like, ten? Well, I mean, it would take a long time for them to pass the Dudleys' overall title. Well, no, they just meant in WWE. In WWE, yeah, the Dudleys, the Dudleys are at like six or seven in WWE. Edge and Christian are up there. The Hardy Boys are like at six or seven. Um, but yeah, they're you know they're gonna have to pass like those three teams in terms of WWE to reach that plateau, which I'm sure they will because they be dropping titles like hotcakes in WWE. Hold on, I got the I got the list right here. Dudley Boys at eight, Edge and Christian at seven. Hardy's at six, New Age Outlaws at five, Demolition at three. They don't even have the New Day on here on this list. Where does New Day at? Because New Day are at least three or four times. Well, this is also Wikipedia, so. Ah, yeah. So they probably just never updated it. Probably if you go and look at it like Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, if they break it up like that, then that's different. But, I mean... Overall, as tag team champions, the New Day are easily like four four time tag champs by now. But yeah, overall scope of things, they're never touching the Dudleys because they're like twenty five time tag champs. <laughs> well, if you want to just look at at the Raw tag team titles, uh, the bar already is at four. Yeah, and that's that Cesaro was like two or three time tag champ with Tyson Kidd before that. And um and if you look at someone like Billy Gunn, you mentioned the New Age Outlaws. Way before the New Age Outlaws, when him and Bart Gunn were the smoking guns, they were like three time tag champs. Right. Then obviously four with Road Dog. He won the tag team titles with Chuck Palumbo as Billy and Chuck like two or three times. So Billy Gunn by himself is like an eight time tag team champion on his own. If you look at Raw Slash SmackDown tag team titles, the New Day's at four. Yep. Combined. Two and two. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, But I think the Bludgeon Brothers are going to win. Kind of bring in a new era to the tag team titles for a little bit. And they're going to hit them with their foam hammers. Like they broke the camera yesterday. <laughs> With their yeah. Park City uh, uh, decoration hammers. Yeah, they 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 they're gonna win. Um, it's long overdue. They should have won the tag team titles in 2014, but I digress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. So the next one we have the SmackDown Women's Title match, which we know who's gonna win. Oh yeah. But we know Oscar. we know we know Charlotte's gonna dominate, <laughs> and then Oscar's just gonna turn turn a switch and just win the match. Yep. Yeah, they're gonna, gonna keep. Be a, it's gonna be a good one, though. That's so gonna be a good. The one. funniest thing I read all day was Oscar wins and gets her first loss because Carmelo's gonna cash in and beat her <laughs> at Mania. Oof! That'll be a oof. First off, I mean, if that happens, car, car, WWE car. needs to fire everybody in creativity. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, 
Car- I- Carmella, you know, used to be a a Patriots cheerleader, so I have a lot of love for Carmella. But um, I think but, we all have yeah, a lot of love for Carmella. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, um, Big Cass, Big Cass, no longer loves Carmella, but you know that's better for all of us. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> I can see her cashing in in this in the middle of this match, kind of doing like a and Seth getting, Rollins, but then Oscar just beating her head and, off. And, yeah. and and Oscar <laughs> winning it because she cashes in and beating Carmella instead of Charlotte. Mm, like she does it in the middle of the match. That makes sense. That's right. pretty good. I could see something like that. Like they're both just yeah. kind of laying there, kind of they're counting. It's at like or four. What and... if Charlotte beats uh, Carmella? That way, Oscar technically didn't lose. Yeah, but if it's but the middle of the match, match, it's technically a, th- a triple threat match. Yeah, that's true. So it's technically way, a loss. No, no, and you lose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you know how WWE goes. They can always play around and be like, well, Asuka wasn't the one that got pinned, so she is, she lost, but she never got pinned or submitted, blah, blah, blah. You know, they could do some silly shit. <laughs> but, yeah, I agree. I can see Asuka being the one to, to beat Carmella in the middle of the match. I can see that. Absolutely. Uh, um, And then the annoying match, the, dang, the guys who can't wrestle versus the quote-unquote fired guys. I don't know. One of you guys can start this one. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm obviously going to go with, with, with you know, the good story of, of, of the returning Daniel Bryan. And, and I mean, I, I could deal without Shane McMahon. And if Shane McMahon wasn't really cleared and they brought someone else to be Bryan's tag team partner, I think that would have been better. Because I'm kind of sick of Shane McMahon in high-profile matches at WrestleMania at his old age. Um, but, yeah, man, uh, I'm real happy that Daniel Bryan is back. And uh, if he could put on, if he could put on a, a good enough show like he's done the past few years, then, then you know, good for him. And, and you know, you can't have two better dance partners to do that with right now than Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. They're gonna make Daniel Bryan look really good. Yeah, they're gonna make him look good. But they're Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are gonna win, obviously, because this is a win or get fired match. So obviously, they're not gonna get fired anytime soon. So. Oh, they, um, some they, can lose some... the, they can lose the match and end up on Raw the next night. Yeah, that's true. Good point. Didn't think of that. But it's just gonna be one of it's it's gonna be one of those good matches unless they decide to uh, unless they decide to give Daniel Bryan another WrestleMania moment. He's already had three the last couple of years. So what's another one to his belt? Yeah, I remember the last time he was in New Orleans, he owned the joint. So the crowd is going to be insane that night for Dan Bryan. It's and it's going to be his first match, so it just makes it even bigger for him. Yeah. Um. I I just hope he doesn't die. <laughs> I hope they both don't die. <laughs> if Shane dies, he dies because he's. Crazy this is this is going to be the match where Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to dominate, put them both on stretchers. They'll win. That way, they're both not on there, and Vince is going to have to come out and be like, well, since they're both not here, Jeff Jarrett's your new GM. (laughs) Bam, just like that. Nice and simple. And then he comes in and hits both of them with guitars. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, speaking of guitars, one name that we haven't mentioned yet, and he's supposedly going to be doing a... A performance is Elias with The Rock. Apparently, apparently The Rock's gonna, that's when The Rock's going to pop up. Yep, and they'll do like a like a sing off or a 
<laughs> which should be pretty entertaining. But yeah, Elias, as of late, has been a pretty entertaining character. Talk about a guy that WWE just doesn't want to give any credit to. Yeah, right? <laughs> Hell, if he's in that battle royal, I might pick him. I might change my pick if he's in there. I could see him popping up in there. Like, he'll be out before it, and then everyone will just start kind of entering the ring, and he'll be like, well, I guess, I guess while I'm here. Yeah, right? I might as well get into this battle royal. <laughs> and let him win it. Yeah, why not? Um, so the next match is another nice wasteful match. The Olympians versus the owners. There we go. There we go. Uh, obviously, you can't have Ronda Rousey lose <laughs> on her debut to Stephanie McMahon. Um, uh, like 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 we mentioned before, uh, obviously, the match is going to be carried by Triple H and Kurt Angle. Hopefully, Kurt Angle can go, and he doesn't look uh, – uh, he, he's not going to be out of shape, but hopefully, you know, he, he's mobile and he can and he could do and it. Hopefully, hopefully, he doesn't look rusty is what you're trying to say. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's not like he hasn't I, I was, wrestled. He was he was injured at Survivor Series, which is why he looked pretty bad. But um, you know, I I think I think Kurt Kurt and Triple H will put on a good show, and hopefully Ronda, like Dan said, hopefully Ronda being second nature to her to rip someone's arm off. Hopefully she doesn't tear Stephanie McMahon up. But uh, if it keeps Stephanie McMahon off TV, I say go for it. It's like what happened last year. They want a vacation, so they're going to put her through a table. <laughs> Triple H mistakenly put her through a table. That was funny. That, that you was know a what, pretty... You know what I could see... Last year too. I could see happening... Is... A scenario where somehow Triple H gets thrown into Stephanie... Again. And she gets up and kind of slaps Triple H into... Kurt's arms for the angle slam. Kind of start a little feud between them, but that'll be fine, type of thing. The 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 way I kind of see it ending is with Kurt Angle having Triple H in, a, in an ankle lock, and then Rousey have Stephanie in an armbar, and they're both tapping out. Yeah, I see that. I see that's, that. I can see how that's happen. Yeah, I can yeah. see that as a finish. So basically, what you're saying. Basically, what you're saying is the same match from the uh, the same match from the Maurice Miz Nikki oh and Cena, Cena thing yeah, where that, they that, both that, do that the, uh, the five knuckle shuffle and the AA. That's a legendary match right there. That makes classic. <laughs> that makes classic. Uh, the match from WrestleMania six with Dusty Rhodes and 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 Sapphire against Randy Savage and Sherry look like shit. <laughs> oh man uh, here um, we go. so now we got the main events you know the ones that should both be leading off the show yeah right sure <laughs> <laughs> which might this one might <laughs> this is so sad how it actually may um <laughs> we got AJ Styles Versus Shinsuke Nakamura, which we knew was happening in August, but they didn't want to announce it till January for whatever reason. I think Shinsuke is going to put 
pull out the win. It's it's just going to be one of those matches. They built him up for X amount of years with NXT, and I, th- I think they're going to finally give him the strap and have this rivalry go on for months and years to come. I wouldn't it's, say years. This this could be a a. Well, it could it could be it could be a Rock Austin type of rivalry if they want it to be. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it, it's interesting. Unfortunately, they and, won't and, do that. And my and my thought process is: Do they have two championship uh, title changes back to back? Because I mean, I, I just. I mean, whatever. We're gonna give our predictions for Brock and Reigns next, but um, but yeah, man, we all know where that kind is going. You know what I mean? So, do do we have two title changes back to back? That that's the one thing I'm thinking about. Um, you know what? I, I'm gonna go with the I'm gonna go with AJ. Not for nothing. I'm gonna go with AJ. All right. It's one of those matches that both guys are so awesome and good that whoever wins at our age, we just want to be a, we just want to be entertained. So right, we no longer bo- care who wins. Yeah, these yeah, ex- 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 exactly. So it's it's really as long as we get entertained, that's all that matters. So you can't really knock either of these guys. So it's just the entertainment value of this match is just going to be second to none. Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a great match. Like I said, I've seen these guys work together in the past, and they've had amazing matches in New Japan and stuff like that. So uh, there's no doubt in my mind that it's gonna be an amazing match. But uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if they're gonna be ready to put the strap on Nakamura yet. Uh, I think, like like Steve said, if they have another match like at SummerSlam or or something like that, I can see that happening. But I, I just think AJ is is too seasoned of a performer. I think he's a total package, and I think it suits him better to, to be champion at this moment in time than, than Shinsuke. All right. Um, so the match that I think is going to steal the show, but the match, we already know the result. For whatever reason, they're going to try this whole Roman Reigns be the champion again thing. Yes. To his credit, um, to his credit, uh, he Reigns has been a lot better on the mic. To Reigns' credit, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I. Yeah, I think he's been carrying the storyline, uh, especially with the oh whole, yeah, because especially cause, with the whole uh, uh, he's never here, I'm always here, blah 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 blah. That whole story, part of the storyline, he's actually been great with, and he's finally growing into that role that everybody wanted him to be four years ago. So, yeah. about time. Uh, so he's he's finally growing into his own, and that's going to be great to see. Uh, are people going to be mad that he's going to win? Absolutely, but it, I, I think it's time for him to pull out that this kind of upset, especially if they they want him to be who they they're making him to be. And he's a good he's the uh, the kids' pick, so why not have it that way? Kind of thing. I mean, what are the, what are the odds that 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 Lesnar actually retains? 
just because you know how how WWE is, and they both they, beat Taker. They, they, they both beat Taker and Mania, and after yeah. last year's Mania with Roman Reigns, he he looked just as good as Brock Lesnar. Obviously, not a, not Brock Lesnar because Brock Lesnar almost killed the Undertaker, but <laughs> it, it it was oh okay. You're not the only one that beat Taker at Mania, so it's that's obviously high praise if you're beating Taker at Mania. Yeah. Because guys know. like HBK, Kane, Triple H, so on and so forth, never got yeah. the opportunity to do so. Yeah, because you know how you know how WWE is. If they think we know all the answers, they'll probably switch it up just exactly. just throw it in people's face. So what if what if Lesnar retains and loses it to someone else, like on Monday, or some craziness like that, and they don't give the belt to Reigns? That would, I mean? insa- that would be insane. That would be insane. So, you know, because like and like we said in the beginning before we talked about the match, it's it's almost a foregone conclusion that Reigns should be the winner of this match because of the whole Lesnar, you know, attempting to go back to UFC and him and Heyman uh, supposedly are, are not coming back after this, supposedly, even though Lesnar's contract is technically not up till August. So. You know, what if Lesnar holds this freaking belt till SummerSlam? Who knows? You know what I mean? But, you know, everybody has it in their brain that Roman Reigns is supposed to have this belt. My thing is, what if WWE decides to say, you know, and with the fans being happy about it, because it's weird. It's a weird dichotomy because no one wants Reigns to have the belt. But then again, no one wants Brock to have the belt either. Yo, how about this for mind-blowing? Brock retains... Comes out Monday by himself. Heyman goes, sorry, Brock, but I have a new client now. And Punk comes out. (laughs) (laughs) And they come out and say, Punk, you're in a match right now. Go win the belt. That is funny. I know. know, I thought thought he comes out real comedic and say, what if Carmella comes out? (laughs) (laughs) Complains about screwing up she on her pants. She in the money in the bank on Lesnar. Low blows him and gets the pin. <laughs> Yo, how crazy would that be? Oh, women equality. Women could have the belt too. <laughs> the sad part about this match is I see a scenario where Heyman hits Lesnar to cost him the match and becomes Roman's guy. And yeah, become- they should have. They should have did that the first time. I th- I think it was in the plans to do it the first time, and then Seth came out, yeah, and threw everybody off because no every nobody knew. Apparently they didn't. Yeah. S- apparently Seth was ready to leave, and they said, "Don't leave. We're debating on letting you cash in tonight." Yeah, I thought his night was over after that. He was an early match too. RKO that he he was in the second match against Randy Orton that night. He went for the stomp. <laughs> He went for the curb stomp, and Randy threw him in the air and hit him with an RKO, which was pretty crazy. But, um, but yeah, I thought his night was over after that. And then when his music hit in the middle of the match, I was like, oh, shit. And then uh, he made a crazy WrestleMania moment out of it and cashed in the money in the bank, which was pretty cool. Um, Everybody. But, yeah, man. In terms of this match, it was tough a couple of years back to predict it, and it's tough now. Because you always have that ace in the hole with making Heyman betray Brock, which he's done before in, in past years. He's did it with Big Show. He's did it with Kurt Angle. 
This, this wouldn't be the first time he's he's turned his back on Brock in, in, in storyline. Um, I mean, this will be the first time since Brock came back in 2012 that he would do something like that. But, um, you know, and I can see that maybe the night after with someone as big as Brock and as credible like Bobby Lashley. Um, I can see that for Monday night. But in terms of, I, you know, I wouldn't be shocked now that I think about it if Brock does retain just to spit it in everybody's face. Like Brock just out of nowhere just F five him out of crazy and just pins him like no you stay down bro. I would love it. I would love it. <laughs> Make it seem like he's staying. <laughs> yeah, and then have Brock lose it the next night to or, someone. Or you know, or have like Brock up. just show up on Monday, put it down, and walk away. Yep, I don't need this no more. I'm going for a, a real title. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Oh man. So yeah, so Steve, uh, you didn't really give your pick. Who do you who who do you got? You got Roman or you got Brock? Based on what I'm reading, it's gonna be Roman, but I want I want Brock to stay. To be honest, like let's face it, like he may be a part timer. Like Roman's 100 percent correct. He's a part timer, but Brock is Brock. <laughs> you know, yeah. Like, He's a beast when it comes to this. He shouldn't go to UFC. Yeah. What is he going to go to UFC and fight CM Punk finally? Like <laughs> that, that since he he outweighs Punk by easily a good 80 90 pounds, I'm sure that wouldn't be a good deal for Punk. <laughs> Going to UFC in general was not a good idea for Punk. Yeah, and he has a he has a fight coming up within the next month or so against a guy named Mike Jackson. Let's see how that works. So he'll lose in the second round this time. Yeah, probably the second, maybe. (laughs) They're actually going to let him get to the second round this time. Got it. (laughs) Yeah, so, yeah, with that being said, man, that was our predictions for WrestleMania 34. Um, It it should be an excellent weekend of wrestling. Well, actually... (laughs) The the funny thing about WrestleMania week is you have the Hall of Fame on Friday, you have NXT Saturday, you have WrestleMania Sunday, then it's back to normal. You have Monday Night Raw Monday, SmackDown Tuesday, NXT on Wednesday. It whole freaking week, literally, of of uh, WrestleMania time, and you know it, it's it's like what uh, Izzy and I have said before. It's like the end of the wrestling season, even though there's no seasons, and you're off to the next. Uh, storyline and you know off to the off to the next stuff um start all over again you know what i mean so you know it's always an exciting time in, in pro wrestling and it's always you know every promotion in terms of indies and other feds do shows in the same city that wwe does uh wrestlemania because it brings in revenue for their companies as well because you have the people who are there for mania and if they want to go to a cheap indie show they'll go to that so it's pretty cool and also so, uh, also you get the uh if you got like an old person from your indie show there you know they're there you could bring them in as a guest and absolutely absolutely so so yeah man so before before we 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 get off this man what are for for steve and dan you guys what what's like your favorite matches or 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 memories you have of mania growing up as a kid or even even recent years what are you guys uh you know favorite moments or matches that come to your the greatest WrestleMania of all time is the one in Houston at the Astrodome. Uh, 17, right? 17, yeah. 17. I mean, it was Biker Taker, which stinked, but, you know, 
Triple H Taker that night. That was the oh, that was a great match. That was yeah. the original TLC match too, with the three, the triple threat TLC, if I remember correctly too. Yeah, with the Hardys, Edge and Christian, the Dudleys. That that was a right. crazy match as well. That was that that whole night in general, and then the Shane Vince match was that night also. To have yep. have Austin join Vince that night, just yeah, mind blowing everybody. That that was the that was by far the greatest WrestleMania, at least I've ever seen. I'm on, I'm gonna have to go WrestleMania ten, uh, with uh with uh, Owen versus Brett would be one of the greatest matches of all time with uh, Owen getting Brett in the sharpshooter. Uh, yeah. Uh, also, the well, not the first technical ladder match, but the first one that became mainstream between Razor Ramon and Sean for the internet, intercontinental title, which was a great one. And you saw HBK's ass cheeks everywhere. Uh, <laughs> the first WrestleMania that I could actually remember vaguely was 96 at... 96 in the Anna- An- Anaheim with uh, uh, the yeah. Iron Man the Iron, match. The Iron Man match, yep. That's mm. the first one I remember Like I, I was excited for. And the Iron Man match obviously capped it off me being a big HBK mark. Uh, then it was the uh, it was uh, the back, back lot brawl between Roddy Hardy Piper and, uh, Gold, and Gold Dust. Dust. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they, they mimic the uh, O.J. Simpson trial with the Bronco. I remember that. Yep. That was funny. That um, was hilarious. Um, don't don't forget see. WrestleMania with LT versus Bam Bam Bigelow, Dan. Yeah, that was in 95. <laughs> that was a bad one. Um, that was the more, main event, too. Think about yeah. that. <laughs> more more recently, you can't... You can't um, you just can't forget WrestleMania 30 between uh, with Daniel Bryan having to beat HP, um, Triple H and then ending up making uh, Batista tap out. That was a great night. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan's night right there. That was his coming out party. And, um, and you can't forget 98 between uh, DX, HBK with uh, Mike Tyson as the special guest referee with yep. uh, Stone Cold and Stone Cold winning the title. That that those would be the ones that stick into my mind. That I those are my favorite moments of all time. Yeah, yeah. For me, I mean, uh, I, obviously we uh, we were born in the in the late eighties. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, we it's it's not like we were little kids or teenagers watching the old stuff. But I remember being a little kid and my dad having all the cassettes of all the old WrestleManias from WrestleMania one. All the way to like when actually I actually started like WrestleMania six, seven, eight, and the one I the first WrestleMania I actually remember watching on cassette was uh, WrestleMania three with Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan. Um, oh yeah, and uh, and WrestleMania six obviously with Hogan and the Ultimate Warrior. Um, that was that was mind blowing to me, even though at that time it had already happened like years before. But I. I didn't really know until I saw it then that that was a main event and it was the first time that it was the IC champ against the world champ and it was two baby faces as in the main event so that kind of yeah. blew my mind a little bit yeah I then, only went so. with what I saw live but you're absolutely right with those two events obviously so uh, I'm, I'm with you with that obviously as well yeah and the thing that kind of pissed me off was Wrestlemania 8 
you had Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair in their primes in the same roster, and you didn't make that the main event. And you had Hogan go against Sid and, and Ric Flair go <laughs> against Randy Savage. And I was just like, come on, man. And they kind of made that mistake again 10 years later at WrestleMania 18 when you had Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan in the same roster, and you didn't make that match. Yeah, but you, but you did the, you did the right match. I was Hogan watching that match. I was watching that match the other night, and oh my god! Just before the match, not even the yeah. match. Just yeah, the Sky Dome went nuts that night. That that was just insane. Just watching the two of them in the ring. Yeah, just, them just looking at each other. The crowd was just going ape shit. It was a beautiful thing to see, man. It was good. It was good. I mean, you had Stone Cold go against Scott Hall that night, who was probably drunk. But you know, hey, I mean, good you know. Him. <laughs> But, you know, Stone Cold was kind of pissed off about that. He felt like he deserved, you know, the Hogan match, you know, that night. But, you know, I mean, it went the way it went. I mean, you, they could have easily put The Rock against Scott Hall and have Hogan win against Austin. That would have been interesting. But I think The Rock is just, as a character, so charismatic that, that exactly, him and Hogan yeah. is actually perfect uh, for that night. So, yeah, man, and it, it just countless matches and uh, from WrestleMania 1 all the way to 33 from last year. From last year, the biggest moment for me is when the Hardys came back for that tag team ladder match, and the whole crowd went ape shit. Yo, I remember yeah. I was I went to the kitchen to get like a snack, and you messaged us, <laughs> and you're like, "It's gotta be the Hardys. It's gotta be Hardys." I jetted back into my room, and I'm like, "No way, no!" Way. And I I went ape shit. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, you know, WrestleMania is always. Whether the card is on point or whether it's or whether it's kind of shitty, WrestleMania is always the show to watch. It is like the Super Bowl. Even fans that don't watch football, guess what? They watch the Super Bowl. You know, yeah. uh, fans of, of who don't like baseball, but if the World Series is on and their city is in it, guess what? They're watching the World Series. If the Yankees are in the World Series, everybody's watching. It's 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 the show to watch. Even if you're not a wrestling fan, you know what I mean. So even, even if WrestleMania is always a big thing, and it's crazy because think about it: when we were kids, it cost sixty dollars to watch this. Yep, <laughs> and now it's ten. It's, and it, if you it, make a different email, it's free. <laughs> so, so you know, it's like, you know, the, the value is there, man. You know, what I mean, seven hours of a show, and you can see it for free. And if people pay on cable, it's still, you know, for HD, if you're dumb enough to order a pay-per-view nowadays, it could go up to 70 something dollars. You know what I mean? So well, Remember, it was always like 80 because you had to get that free gift that they gave with it, too. Because... Oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. a poster and a, and, a, and a card or some shit like right. that. Yep. You, you needed the, the faux graph autograph card that they would send you. <laughs> So, yeah, man, I mean, you know, WrestleMania is always a big deal, and uh, it's going to be a great weekend, and I'm so glad that I'm off this Friday because that means tomorrow is the, my last day of work for the week. And I could just get ready and just, you know, relish everything and take everything in and watch everything. So I'm pretty sure uh, either Sunday night, late, or Monday because I usually, just like the Super Bowl, I usually take the next day off. So I'll probably be off on Monday. So there's a good possibility that I might do a, a, a post show uh, with with Izzy, who couldn't jump on the show tonight. So he'll probably jump on and do a, a, a post show with me on Sunday night or Monday Monday during the day or whatever the case. So um so yeah, I mean um with all that being said, uh, 
what's going on on, on your guys' end on the S&D podcast? What do you guys got coming up uh, next week or, or whatever the case? Well, we just had a huge show last week with our boy Joey McFly's um, doing a baseball preview show. Uh, Dan and I did, and of course we raised some money for Autism Awareness. By the time you uh, listen to this, we'll have we should have an amount for everybody. Um, I got that coming out Thursday night. So if you have if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to last week's yet, and it's still like middle of the day Thursday, hit up our S and D podcast show from last week, our special show from last week. Um, Three dollars for every listen every listen we get. So that's always a big deal. It is Autism Awareness Month, so. Shout out for that, of course. Uh, SNDblog.com is pumping. It's baseball season. Everybody's got something. The NFL draft is coming up. WrestleMania is coming up. Everybody's doing something. I'm probably going to do... may not do it for the for the earlier matches, but maybe I'll do a little blogging for the, for the full event to come out Sunday night after Mania is over, like I cool. did over the summer for SummerSlam. So we'll see what happens on Sunday. It all depends on what's going on. Um, other than that, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know how to find us, SND Podcast, yep. SNDblog.com, uh, SND Podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and all other podcast apps. Yeah, thank you, Jay, for coming on, uh, letting us on. It was an awesome collab, and hopefully we have a good WrestleMania weekend and enjoy it like we always do. Yeah, absolutely, and absolutely, and and after uh, right before we jump off, for those of y'all that are watching the UFC pay per view this Saturday, a lot of people forget this is UFC pay per view this Saturday. Um, yeah, Tony Ferguson in Brooklyn, right? was yeah, it's in the Barclays Center, I do believe. Tony Ferguson was supposed to go against Khabib Namagamadoff for the UFC lightweight title, but Tony has pulled out due to an ACL tear, so the current. Uh, 145-pound champion Max Holloway has stepped up, and he's going to go after a, his second belt and go up against Khabib Nurmagomedov for the 155-pound title. So uh, that should be interesting. Uh, with that being said, with Max stepping up, uh, I think Khabib will have a much easier fight and probably maul Max Holloway. But that's you know neither here or there. So yeah, for for those who are watching the UFC card, just know Tony Ferguson has has. Stepped off, and now Max Holloway is going to take on Khabib Namagamadoff for the lightweight title. So, yeah, with that being said, fellas, thank y'all for coming on. Steve, Dan, it's always a pleasure. Um, like yeah, like y'all said, hopefully the 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 card that we have on paper uh, portrays good shit on TV. So, um, yeah, with that being said, this was a big episode 30 of the Jay's Weekend Wrestling Podcast. Obviously, you guys know where to catch me. SD podcast channel. Um, Steve just mentioned every outlet you can find it on. Um, and yeah, I should be back. You may or may Sunday not have night. missed one or two, but it happens. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I may be back Sunday night or even Monday before Raw and give a, a quick post WrestleMania feedback. And uh, yeah, I'll, ca- I'll catch you on next week for episode number 31. There you go.